Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Zan. Good morning, Zoilo Robledo. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the J. King Show here on Friday. Okay, We're going to have Fred, Dr. Carnell Worth here with us today. You gotta wait for me to I don't want you to do that shit. I don't want you introducing me like that. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Anthony Lord. Good morning, Anthony Young. You mushroom friend. That's what I said. Uh, you don't have to do all that. Next, you're going to be hitting me, fat me, porcupine me. Let that shit go, Jay, now. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jay King Network. Y'all have a good day. Y'all already see how this shit's going to go. I'm done. Y'all have a great weekend. Good morning, Good morning, Chanel. Uh, Brother Reverend Ali. Papa Jay was mute in phones. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me say it again. Papa Jay was mute and phones. But he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Everybody has a theme song. Your theme song is Mushroom Fred. Good morning, Dave Smith. You can't get mad at your theme song. You can't get an attitude and get all bitched out of here. Let me sing my own fucking sing song. I don't need you to do my my, uh, introduction. That's not how it works, Fred. I do the theme song. I introduce you with the theme, and then you can do what you want to do after that. John Beckman said, I just put my ear pods on. Can you hum Mushroom Song again? (laughs) See there. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Uh, well, have a good weekend. So, uh, I ain't supposed to stress out. Then why would you fuck up? You act like I just made up the Mushroom Fred song today. I've been singing Mushroom Fred. No problem. All of a sudden, you have a blowout on Friday. <laughs> you know, go rub, go rub one out and come back onto the show. Okay. Uh, 
pushed out of shape. Well, if every yeah. every morning you hear somebody call you Mushroom Fred, Little Dick Fred, uh, Porcupine Pink every day, can you can you switch up your fucking joke, dude? Or you just cut it short? Good morning, good morning, Domingo. First of all, nobody called you a porcupine, and nobody said anything about your little baby pee pee. What we what I call you is Mushroom Fred, or insinuation, um, um, or or um. I talk about, and this has nothing to do with you. Just happened to be there's a white rhinoceros named Fred, Freddie, and his name ain't even Fred. It's Freddie. <laughs> Freddie the rhinoceros. Right, not so you ain't shit. Well, you know, rhinoceros is real popular on this show and Twinkies. They're they are sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but. Freddie is a rhinoceros who I'm going to tell a story about. Um, and Freddie just wanted to be accepted. Freddie, you know, he wanted to go to school with the kids. He wanted to be, a, you know, he wanted to be like a regular boy. Good morning, Mr. Elias. And, um, and, but it's a great story. Uh, so, but it has nothing to do with you. His name just happened to be um, Freddie. Your name is Fred. And your name isn't even Fred. Your name is Frederick. His name is Freddie. That's his real name. Uh, Freddie the rhinoceros is uh, is a rhinoceros named Freddie. He's not Fred the rhinoceros. The rhinoceros. He's Freddie the rhinoceros. So, you know, um, and that's just a coincidence. Some people will call yeah, okay. it a coincidence. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on, please. Um, Shelly Fouch said, good morning, Jojo Red. Shelly Fouch said, that's what I say. Go pull the kink out of it. Relieve some pressure and come back on yourself. <laughs> exactly. Everybody see how people hear you, Fred. They they hear how stressed out you are that you that you might just need to rub it out or something. You should have been on the, um, the Queens in the Morning show this morning. It was Freaky Friday. So, you know, you could have told one of your little I freaky stories and maybe I got maybe that would have brought you um yeah, uh, Domingo said, you know, Freddie the rhinoceros like Chuck the duck. Chuck was a duck. We had a duck named Chuck who thought he was a dog. That's a true story, Fred. So but come on, let's move on. Let's move the fuck on, dude. Chuck the duck um, 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 <laughs> is a real story. <laughs> He want to get away from Freddie and Fred. Just move on, Jay. <laughs> I'm just saying he got to. You got to. You got to lighten up, dude. You're, you know, it's, um, Freddie ain't got nothing to do with you, and Freddie might not even like you. For all I know, Freddie right now might not even like you because you got a because you got a bad attitude. Um, but, but you know, just the way. Just the way you, you're acting. Good morning, um, Professor Keone. Uh, John Beckman wants to call you Fred the Head for sure. <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. That that's um. That's you John them Beckman. white boys will pass, and then when they always like I always say, you're gonna get one of them motherfuckers shot, and then you're gonna be like, I wasn't involved, but you you lead them astray. You can bullshit and talk that shit that old. Cracker Jacker needs to leave me the fuck alone. Um, so what you going to do, have a heart attack? 
because you're working yourself all up. I bet what you I, not gonna I, get I, chance. I bet you ain't gonna get chance to do a GoFundMe on me, motherfucker. Now. Well, what I'm, what I'm suggesting for you right now. Mm-hmm. What I'm suggesting for you right now is that you, sir. Hey, why you been coming for me, man? I ain't did nothing to you, blood. I'm why you just keep coming for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, he ain't got Robert no more, so he getting letting you fill it in, friend. That's understandable. King, I hear Freddie's a diabetic complaining this morning already. Um, John Beckman said, Fred, I prefer you call me Peckerwood moving forward. So, nope. Can Fred even fit his twinkie finger on the trigger? Uh, I guess. Let's talk I about how was, uh, how was how was uh how was your trip, man? You back safe? Are you home or where are you? No, I'm here. I'm here right now. I'm at the hotel. I'm going to see Robert Redwine at 11 o'clock this morning. Okay. So what time is it there now? It's 8 o'clock in the morning, the same time it is where you are, Fred. Well, you know, I'm because not international you, like you. I don't have all them fucking times on my watch, my Rolex like yours and shit. You know, you that all, all well-traveled guy. Okay, but don't Fred, fucking did you know start. that Seattle... Do you know that Seattle's on the West Coast? I don't know where the motherfucker at. I ain't never been there. Did you know that Seattle and Oregon and Nevada are all on the same timeline with with California? Wow. No matter what, you're going to fucking try to make me the asshole of your joke, right? I'm not trying to make you anything, Fred. I'm asking you questions. I'm asking you you if you knew that. Can you change the tire? If I want to, but I don't have to, Fred. So, no, I I, I don't ever indulge in that type of activity. <laughs> do you know where the dipstick uh, is on the car? Yes, I do. Of course I do. I put oil and... Uh, you ain't did shit. Shut the fuck up. That's how come all of them knocking to use a don't run. Shut up, Jay. You know, motherfucking well, you don't first know nothing about that kind of shit. Well, first of all, Fred, you don't you get your fucking Fred, hand dirty. You, you want know. some oil on your you hand, Jay? Fred, Fred, you should know that not only do my cars run, uh, my cars are serviced. I'm not like you. I, I have I have vehicles that that that, uh, that require service. Here come that here come that hostage diddy shit, y'all. I told y'all he ain't on the same page as us, nigga. <laughs> now you're going to try to turn You, you can't turn my yeah. You can't turn my I told, y'all, I told y'all that motherfucker think he better than us See we gotta <laughs> We gotta we gotta go and get Rick L. Rick A. to work on our car This motherfucker goes to the motor lodge It sounds like Fred The head is out of Hollywood today I will call Amazon and have some Delivered <laughs> To what? <laughs> to what? John Beck John Beckman is going to have polygraph delivered. Uh, somebody and said, why don't you stop reading office? John Beckman's jokes? I mean, uh, there's uh, other people Joseph, out there. Why do you keep on reading his punk-ass jokes? Joseph said, can we vote him off the show? Shelly says, damn, his vagina is sandy this whole last week. I know. 
But uh, I don't know. I don't know why his vagina is that way. That's that's between him and his vagina. It ain't got nothing to do with it. Hold up. Well, okay. Come, tell her to come get some of this pussy in the end. Tell her to come get some, <laughs> goddammit. Professor Keone said, I'm going to file a complaint <laughs> against Kings of the Morning Quality Control Department today. I'm still trying to figure out how Polygriff's application got through. Just so you know, in advance, Kings. <laughs> So when you try to turn, let me tell you what happened. When you try to turn people against me, the more you try to turn them against me, the more they want to get rid of you. That's your circle, your your J King circle. Well, then why you why you coming here, fucking with the circle? You ain't you can't you can't you can't be an outsider trying to trying to turn this mother out. That ain't gonna happen. Motherfucker, we like family, dog. You got all you don't want to. You don't want coming here trying to trying to cause dissension. He's better than us. They know we all the same. The only one who thinks they're better than us is you, and you sent you more sensitive than us. And when I say us, I mean all of us. I don't think we tell me if, tell me if I'm telling tell a lie, Ali. Be honest. Have we had a? a Show host more sensitive than Fred. Reese was very sensitive, Jay. Not, no, no. Reese was, Reese was emotional. Reese was oh, okay. Sensitive. Okay, he wasn't sensitive? No, I would have to say it would have to be, uh, it would have to be uh, Professor Keone that was a little more sensitive than Fred. No, no. I, you know, no, Professor Keone. Uh, would would you say that? Speak. Um, speak. Would you say that, Kente? Because I wouldn't say that. Or you Kente. want me to say if Fred has been the most sensitive? If he's bored, yeah, I, I would he say. Said that, um, go ahead. Um, Ali said. No, that, don't uh, say Professor that, man. Professor. Professor Keanu was more sensitive, but I don't think so. Good morning, Daphne. Well, I would say I would say that bitch Beckman is the most. Sensitive. There you go. <laughs> See, this nigga is on no, that. He he got no. his cape on today. Beckman ain't, he, Beckman he, ain't he, more. He, he, Beckman ain't more. It ain't Black Friday. It's White um, Friday for Jay. But, um, <laughs> Beckman had to get used to the dozen, but once once Beckman got used to the dozens, he was in the game. Freddie here know the dozen. And he's still 65, so that's the difference. This motherfucker man come in here talking that discouraging shit. Man, fuck y'all, man. Y'all one-sided. The thing is, you convince Beckman that it's about the dozens, but this shit is facts when you're talking about his bitch ass. Exactly. And you give him a pass. You put your cape on and find you a goddamn... Uh, a phone booth to change I'm your clothes put, every put, time one of the motherfuckers say something. Uh, Go to read what Beckman uh, said. Beckman can pay his fucking phone up. bill and talk for itself. Shit. Yeah, that Beckman can talk you, for itself. Why you? Why you crack a lack of this shit? Motherfuckers think I'd be coming for him. Yeah, I don't be fucking with you like that. 
You know I'm loyal, man. Yeah, but you, you need to tighten up on your kids. You, 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 you just told you just told everybody on this show. Uh, he, you know, you try you try you try to call a mutiny, and when people didn't come on the mutiny and said, "How do we vote him off?" Now, now you you, you backtracking. Jay, them you the goddamn paid cronies. Them motherfuckers is looking for a ticket to a show, nigga. No, they're and not. A free album. No, they, a lunch no, they're or not. something. Yeah, they is. Bullshit. No, they they show people, to them, they these are people that come every day to hang Jay, out. Jay, because you a star. You a superstar, nigga. I'm not. To know, you know what? That's a, that's. Uh, let me play this for you. Go right ahead and mute is, me. Go is, ahead and mute me, motherfucker. I, no, I'm not going to mute you. I'm not muting you. I'm playing this. I'm playing this for you because this is exactly what you do. This is this is who you are right now. Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Bullshitter alert! You got that right. You said that right. Keep on thinking that Fred is soft and pussy and all that shit. Bring some of the pussy over here and see what it does. I'll tell your back out, bitch. So, then you ain't going to do nothing. Okay. I got some Viagra and some other shit over here, and I got a motherfucking toy bag. <laughs> That means he got dildos and shit like that, J.K. <laughs> I got motherfucking, what you call that thing, uh, a dick ring, Viagra, some no-dos, all kinds of shit up in the rope, chain. Um, so, so Professor Keone said, King, I was planning to leave retarded Rev alone today. But as Yusef Kente would say, retarded Rev done fucked up. It's all, <laughs> it's all retarded. It's all <laughs> That's all right. It ain't on. I'm on and you off, nigga, because you were sensitive, nigga. You ran off. I keep coming back, nigga, for more and more and more. Like the energy. That's right. Um, Today, you guys, um, we're going to have, we're going to have Dr. Cornell West on. I hope you guys have done some uh, reading. Uh, I'm going to do a little short intro. Of Dr. Cornell left, I have some questions for him. Which one of you motherfuckers are making noise? Because it don't make no goddamn sense for you to make noise when you know that the noise really fucks with you. It don't make. No I don't sense. know who you who, who's the mic you got open. Kente, Fred, who else? Um, so we yeah, so um he has your mic open. Did you think of that? And nigga, but I know, but I'm not making noise, nigga. Well, if you didn't hear the noise, it, it might have been you making noise. No, I'm not making noise, man. I was on mute, man. Okay. So I'm going to do this right here real quick and reset the room so we can be better. Good morning, uh, Sharif Muhammad. And um, good morning, uh, Del Bernie. So um, I'm going to do this right here, reset the room.
September 22nd, 2023, um, the daily word is going to be kindness, kindness, something we should practice today. We have um, we have uh, presidential candidate uh, Dr. Cornell West on with us today. I hope you guys have some good questions for him, asking some challenging questions. Um, you know, he, he uh, he's a third-party candidate that some people are saying, um, will disrupt the vote enough to allow Donald Trump to be president again. Some people um, believe he is uh, a secret weapon of the, the, the Republican Party, that they have him out doing this this, this disrupt. Um, is he running because he uh, because uh, there's another agenda 
and be running to bring uh, light uh, some of to light some of the things that are important to the more marginalized communities, or is he running because he thinks he can win? So um, we're gonna we're gonna find out today, and um, I'm gonna do the daily word. Um, Brother Reverend Ali, are you doing the word of the day, or are you giving that to Kente today? Yeah, I'm going to get that to Kente because, you know, he showed up late. And then you tried to come in, and he was on Queens in the morning and then showed up here late. So he he needs to work, Jay. Okay. Okay. So if you said Kente, you're going to do the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word. The daily word is kindness, K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S. I am joyously, generously kind. Good morning, Tara Beasley. Kindness is the language of my heart. As I go about my day, I do what I can to lighten a load, bring a smile, or give comfort to a lonely heart. My thoughts, words, and actions bless all those along my path. So often, it's the simple things that mean the most. If I ever feel discouraged by the state of the world, I focus my attention on kindness. I feel grateful for the kindness others show me. I look for ways to pay for those blessings forward, to pay those blessings forward. There are so many opportunities to touch another's life. My heart is full with the love of God. This love flows from me as I devote myself to considerate acts of service. I pray others know this divine love of God through the kindness I share with them. Today's Bible verse is Proverbs 31:26. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Yusef Kente. What is the word of the day? The word of the day, J. King, is Uraeus. U-R-A-E-U-S. Uraeus. Uraeus emblem worn by the Egyptian royalty which symbolize supreme rule. So let me use that shit in a sentence. Today, I will exercise my Uraeus mode while Dr. Cornell West is on the show. Uraeus. So let me, so let me ask you guys, um, and anybody who, who's listening um, that, that want to chime in, do you do you see Dr. Cornell West as a viable candidate? I'm gonna start with you, Kente. Do you think Dr. Do you see Dr. Cornell West as a viable candidate? Oh why yes, or why absolutely. Not? Well, absolutely, why? and well, the reason why is because of the intelligence that he speaks from. I don't. To to be uh, a president in this country, I question that. But yeah, he's definitely qualified. Um, Fred, do you think uh, do you think uh, Dr. Cornell West has a viable chance to be the to be the president of the United States? Why or why not? Can you come back to me on that one, Jay? Let me do some thinking on that. Please, excuse me. 
So, so, so you want me to give you time to think about it? Yeah, I want to hear the man. I want to. I want to fill it out. I want to fill the conversation. I'm I asking you, other you, friend, did you No, hear? I don't know him that well, Jay. But then you should say That's that, my... friend. Then just say I don't know. I don't know him that well. It's going to take. Okay, me. I, can't I don't know him right. that well. I don't know him like that. Um, John Beckman said he may be the most intellectual of all the candidates in the field, but I have to say no to his viability. Um, Ali, what do you think? Man, anybody deserved to be a president of this country, no, but no, no, I know you didn't let me finish what I'm saying. You're not letting me finish, though, Jay. I, I just started off like that's that. That's why when you went to that girl's house when you were 16, that's why she did what she Why did. are you throwing me under the bus, man? Well, I didn't say nothing about you and that girl with you, you had. God damn it. Ali, he can never well, throw you under the bus when you're the driver of that car. Listen, he, won't you shut does. your motherfucking ass up, nigga? Shit. Yeah, no, listen, man. But if anybody black, if anybody black deserved to be the president, I would have to say it'd be Cornell West. Period. Uh, Mary, is he a viable candidate in your eyes? Why or why not? I would say that I, I actually I would say the same thing that Fred said. I don't really know enough about him. I do agree with John Beckman though. I do think that he is probably the most intellectual person on the panel. Professor Keone said when you say viable, do you mean that he has a real chance of winning? Yes. That's what I mean. A viable candidate. Is he a viable candidate? Is he a candidate that can actually win in your opinion? Yes or no? If yes, why? If no, why not? So, um, and and so, and, and I think it's a, I think oh Reese on the radio Reese comes just in time Reese we have we have um Dr Cornell West is going to be here at nine o'clock, and the question I'm asking yes I'm aware is, that's why I'm here sir okay is he do you think Dr Cornell West is a viable candidate or is this just is this just hockey pool? No, well, you just, I just heard you describe your definition of viable. And before you did, I had a different take. Um, my answer was before you gave your definition, yes, he's a viable candidate. But using your definition, then I'd have to say no. Can I explain why I said yes in the first place before I heard your definition? Absolutely. Yes. Before okay. you do, so let why me I say, before, before yeah. you do, let me read Dave Smith said, I admire Dr. West. I think he can make some noise and shake some shit up. I don't think he can win. He speaks the whole truth. Nobody in politics wants that. Um, Mr. Elias says, I, I don't think he has a chance of winning because of who he is. I'm going to address both of those after Reese does his, then I'm going to address my thing to him. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead, so my definition of viability was the mission of Cornell West, and this is coming from his campaign managers in Connecticut, uh, this guy's Tim McGee, he says that what Cornell West plans on doing is getting enough of the electorate to vote for him during the primary so that he can become a factor in the policy position of the Democratic nominee. 
So that's why I say he's viable, because I think that he's made enough noise in the Democrat Party to get attention to the things that are important to him. So that's why I say he's a viable candidate. That's my definition. Um, Dale Bernie said, Jay, qualify, yes, viable, no. The game is rigged. The Democrats will not allow it. They will do to him what they did to Bernie. Let me tell you guys the power of you. And the, 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 the one thing that you haven't exercised yet on a continual and consistent basis is your power as the people. The people throw in the towel before the game gets started so they don't believe that they can win. But you've already won. You've already proven you can win. Whether you like it or not, Donald Trump was the people's candidate on the Republican side. The Republicans did not want Donald Trump. I've told you guys this before. They wanted Jeb Bush. They started Jeb Bush off $100 million richer than everybody else. But the people overpowered the party. The people can overpower the party again because the people are the party and the power. I believe if there was ever a time for a third-party candidate to win, it would be now because people are so fed up with politics. The problem is in his messaging. His messaging doesn't sound inclusive. And so we talk about the messaging of the Republican Party. We talk about the messaging of the Democratic Party. But we also have to talk about our own messaging. And this is what I hope. I believe that if there was any candidate that could get the people to listen to him, it would be Dr. Cornell West because he is a, a, a very smart and engaging man. But the way he um, the way he speaks on different issues is going to be the problem. Um, Tara says the reason this is the reason why blacks lose a race before they even get started. Our own Oreo don't support nor believe in us. This messaging issue is an issue that can be resolved with proper training. Um, Tara, I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of black people win their races. Um, but when you start making uh, your candidacy about being black, I think that's part of the issue with black candidates. I don't want to be seen as a black candidate. I want to be seen as a good candidate who happens to be black. So when, when we start racializing our own campaigns, to me, we – we do our audience. We grow. We move our audience from here to here. So I don't. I think Dr. Cornell West, of all three candidates, has the greatest room for growth, just by messaging um, in a different. Uh, to um, it's not about being black. It's about supporting someone who can advocate for all. You you said black. You you brought up black. I didn't. I didn't. I never even mentioned that Dr. Cornell West was black. What I said was that he was third party. He's a third party candidate because to me his color doesn't matter. 
What matters is his messaging and the fact that he's an intellectual that I think can really connect with common people, common folk. And I believe if Dr. Cornell West um, uh, made um, made adjustments in his messaging, especially as it relates to um, uh, capitalism, because capitalism is here. This I, I don't want capitalism to go anywhere. Capitalists run this country. You can't go against the people that run this country and think you're going to be a viable candidate because they affect too many people. Capitalists pay most people because capitalists drive this economy. Good morning, Michael Niner Jewett. Good morning. Um, good morning, um, Potter. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Um, and, uh, um, I don't know. As far as Cornell West is well, as far as a lot of candidates are concerned, from what I've seen, what they do is they, in order to get footing, they feel that they need to um, to kind of cater to their base first. And for a lot of black candidates, from what, from what Good I morning, see, Johnny. they go to, okay, I just need to get the black people and say what black people want to hear kind of which may alienate other people. I, I just, that's what I see, because I think that's, yeah. well, that's why I think I'm, it's easiest, yeah, um, right? Dale Bernie said, Dr. Cornell West runs rings around Kamala. He's informed and articulate. The fact he is black is just an added bonus. Um, John Beckman said, the artist, don't count that John Beckman said, Potty don't count on this. He lives in Canada, for crying out loud. He can still have an opinion, John I, Beckman. Good morning, John. I can still vote, too. I'm, 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 you know, but if I wanted to, I could vote. But the thing is, I, I just, yeah, I don't see. And the, the articulate argument to me, I, I don't know. I'm a little put off by that. A little bit. Yes, he's smart. He's intelligent. He's a professor. But. That whole articulate argument to me is they make so much of it, or we make so much of it. It's almost like I don't think I don't think anybody I I don't think anybody makes a, a lot of it. I just think it's a it's a talking point because you have two very inarticulate candidates, so it, it does become a very powerful um, tool for him that he's a very that he's articulate that he can speak that he's um. That he's dynamic, that he's intellectual, that he has that he's knowledge, that he that he's knowledge. Um, I don't know which one of you motherfuckers yeah. got. Uh, could, could everybody else, if you're not talking, put yourself on mute until you're speaking. So, <laughs> so, um, so I I even had a bit of an issue with Obama the way that they used to talk about him because I was like, why is it such a novelty? Like, why is it such a surprise when a black person articulates it's like, Woo, look at it. Well, well let me, let, let me like, tell you why well let me tell you why, um Potter, since you don't know, and maybe you're not from the United States. But in this country, um the way I was born in New man, York. Okay, well wait then you should know the way a black man has been presented in this country. Jay, that's your echo. Shit. No, it's not Knock mine. down and move your speaker. No, it's not mine. It's, it was it was it was Potter's dum dum. That's why I put him on mute. So, Fred, 
let me tell you um, who know how to run this shit. His, his first name is Jay, and his last name is King. He's been doing it for a long, long time. So I know how to find out who making noise and shit. Now, the, the noise was behind Potter. That's why he didn't hear it. Thank you. So, so in this country, um, the reason why such a big deal was made of Barack Obama being articulate and smart and, and all those other adjectives that would equal those types of uh, words is because the way black men have been portrayed in this country throughout its history is opposite that. So that's why it's a big deal that was made. It was the first time a black man was even not just a viable but an actual uh, uh, president in in this country. Um, John Beckman says, damn Canadians, they like to disrupt every good thing. <laughs> so so in, in 17 minutes, Dr. Cornell West is going to be among us. And, um, you know, I love I love when we have fun and, and stuff like that. But, you know, today we're going to be a little more serious, you guys. Um, Dr. Cornell West is a candidate that I am supporting financially. Um, do I think Dr. Cornell West can win? Uh, it's a long shot. Uh, in order for Dr. Cornell West to be a viable candidate, Dr. Cornell West would have to um, – uh, have a lot of different advisors in a lot of different areas, a lot of different languages. And what I mean by that is um, as it relates to politics, um, foreign policy, um, you know, economy uh, in the United States as well as in the world um, uh, that that knows how, you know, he has to he has to be broad in his messaging. You can't talk about the messaging of other people and then your messaging be um, you know as centered around who and what you believe in. And you, so you can't talk about other people and how they are um, you know they, they only uh, they cater to a certain group and then and then you cater to a certain group. Uh, Michael Nader Jordan said, there's never been a black guy holding the office as well. Um, um, John Beckman said, do you know if he has, has good war chess campaign for the long, for the long run? I don't, I don't think he does. That's another thing. Can he raise money? Uh, General Lee said, just tell me what I can do to help on the phone. I'm there. And, and those are things that you guys will be able to, when, when he's here, I'll read your comments to him. Um, the, the, the folks that are here, you guys have every opportunity to ask the question. I'll, I'm going to ask the, the first few, and then I'll turn it over to you guys. Um, Reese, I'll start with you on the questions, and then and then Kente, and then it will go from there. But Reese, I'll start with you on to give you the first question. Thank um, you. And um, you know, I, I like Dr. Cornell. And he's my brother. He's like a big brother to me. 
but liking somebody don't make them a good candidate to me. You know, um, and then and then I don't want to throw I don't want to throw my vote away. I I want my vote to count for something. Uh, John Beckman said, "My offer still stands. Um, I will um, um, I will wait. My offer still stands. Uh, if he would like to hold a rally here in Vegas, Donna has a room and venue for him. I will let him know." Um, my opinion, being articulate and intelligent does mean a lot. Uh, it um, Well, it means something to people in conversation, Ralphine, but it doesn't mean a lot um, when you're a candidate running for office um, and um, and you don't have money and you don't you don't have a base. It, 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 Go ahead. And, Jay, I understand what you're saying about, yeah, about the image of the black man. We all grew up like, you know, that. But my only point is that sometimes we, you know, we yell it out so much. It's like, well, aren't we expected to be that? I mean, forget what the images are. You well, know, it's almost like we're not expected. And then sometimes. The unfortunate part is if you live in this country, Potter, you can't forget about the images because the images are being presented to you every day. And, you know, um, the rule is still in place. In order to be equal, you got to be ten times better. Well, so I, I don't feel that way. I mean, well, if, well I mean, that's the, you know, if you, um, you're, whether you feel that way or not, whether you feel that way or not, these are these are the rules of engagement in this country. So, um, I don't I don't see myself as equal when I'm in a room. Um, I see I have to be I have to be at a higher level in my understanding, in my articulation, in my presentation, my overall knowledge of the subject matter I'm in the room with in order to be in the room. Uh, John, uh, Professor Professor Keone said, King, will you and Brother Tavis Smiley be official advisors to Dr. Cornell West? If Dr. Cornell West asked me to uh, be an advisor to him, I absolutely, I would be honored to do it. I don't know if, um, but me and Dr. Cornell West, I think we have a lot of differing, um, we have a lot of differing views. Um, I don't, you know, um, I don't want to racialize the world, irrespective of what I know as a black man. I don't walk around with with that thing on my chest. I don't walk around victimized, even though I know in this country, when you look at who we are and how we've been in this country, we've been victims of this government, of the very government that runs this country, we've been victimized by this government. When the government is the criminal against you, you, you can't stand a chance because the government is the law of the land. So when the law of the land has purposely perpetrated crimes against you, uh, you, have to, you, you have to know that that's what it is, but you can't wear it. You can't, you can't wear it around your neck like that 
albatross. You can't wear it around your ankles like a weight. You have to understand what it is, and you have to wear it in your brain so that you can, so that you can learn how to maneuver in spite of it. And I think that's where, um, that's where Dr. Cornell West could really, I think that's where he could fly. I think Dr. Cornell West could fly in, in, in the sense of, of bringing the communities together because his, his, his method really is based in love and brotherhood, but he emphasizes black love because he's a professor that teaches oftentimes black studies, but he has to get beyond that. You know, the same way, you know, I, I, I'm the president of the black, the California Black Chamber of Commerce for the state of California. However, I don't just relegate myself to helping small black businesses. I help any small business person that needs help, that has a need, that has, that, that has trouble. I don't care. They could be white as the pure driven snow and as black as the night without a moon in it. And, and everything in between. And I'm going to help them because of the need. But I understand the emphasis of African Americans because of the crime perpetrated against them, against the government. And, and then I have historical facts to prove it. But even with all that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say because of these things, these barriers still exist. These barriers exist because human beings exist. And whether it was black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Native, immigrant, Jewish, anybody who's in power, I notice that power is, is, is corrupted to some degree, always. There's never been a group that has been in charge. Black folk at one time, Africans controlled this, this thing. They were the, they were the explorers. That's why you go to China, you you see uh, you see statues with black people. You go to Europe, you see black people. You go to, you come to these Americas, you see black people. I saw that, Fred. I, I saw you gave him a hundred dollars. I'm gonna let him know that he already that you already put you already put a hundred on it. All I'm saying to you guys is the messaging that we do today has to be beyond what we what we've heard in the past and what we know to be. The messaging today has to be different because we gotta be the difference that we're looking for in the message that we that we want to be presented to us. And I believe a third party candidate can win because a third party candidate will be a candidate for the people. But then the people have to feel like that third party candidate is talking to them. And I believe that's where Doctor West has to fine tune his message. Um, is he running on a third party, or is he running under a Democrat? He's running, yeah, Green Party. Let me see who this is. Nine one six seven five two. Who's calling? This is Clinton West, brother. How you doing, brother? Okay, so hello, Jay. So this is my big, big bro. This is Cliff West. Clifton West is the big brother of Dr. Cornell West. Um, Johnny, um, Professor oh, Kelly yeah. said that's true, um, King. You're currently helping an ex classman by the name of John Blankman, be kinder and gentler to black people. Um, Valentin Young said, when you hear Dr. West speak, 
one will understand. I'm just saying. But I will say his mother, rest in peace, had this thing about explaining this shit to the T. <laughs> okay. Uh, how you how you doing? Uh, how you doing, Cliff? No, glad, to, no. glad to have you. Did, did you hear Doc, Doc's on the phone, too? How you doing, Brother Jay, Dr. Brother Jay? Dr. Cornell West, how are you, sir? Glad to have you here. Welcome to Kings. Welcome to Kings in the morning. We are, and ladies and gentlemen, introducing Dr. Cornell (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Cornell West, before we get into it, yes, I'm going to read, I just want to read you a little short bio of Dr. West. Dr. Cornell West, affectionately known to many as Brother West, as the Dietrich Bohefer Chair at Union Theological Seminary. Dr. West teaches on the works of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, but he can tell me how to say the name right when he speaks, as well as courses in philosophy of religion, African-American critical thought, and a wide, wide range of subjects, including but by no means limited to classics, philosophy, politics, cultural theory, literature, and music. He has a passion to communicate to a vast variety of publics in order to keep alive the legacy of Martin Luther King, Jr., a legacy of telling the truth and bearing witness to love and justice. Dr. West is the former professor of the practice of public philosophy at Harvard University and and professor emeritus at Princeton University. Dr. Cornell West graduated magna cum laude from Harvard in three years and obtained his MA and PhD in philosophy at Princeton. He's written 20 books and has edited 13. He is best known for his classic, Race Matters and Democracy Matters, and for his memoir, Brother West, Living and Loving Out Loud. His most recent book, Black Prophetic Fire, offers an unflinching look at 19th and 20th century African-American leaders and their visionary legacies. Dr. West has partnered with Masterclass.com to provide teachings on several influential courses, including a class with Pharrell Williams on empathy. Masterclass's first-ever multi-instructor class on black history, black freedom, and black love, as well as Dr. West's standalone class on philosophy. Uh, good morning, Vernical. So um, uh, welcome, Dr. Cornell West, to Kings in the Morning. And um, you are running for president, sir. What, um, what would cause you to do such a thing? Why are you running for president? Mm. Well, first, I want to say, though, brother, that uh, be with my blood, brother Clifton, means the world, and to be in conversation with you. You are the grandest figure to emerge out of the Sacramento area when it comes to not just music, but entrepreneurial activity connected to sound, domino across the board. And so when I think of who I am, I say this, my brother, that so much of it is the legacy of Irene, just like in your case, Sister Helen, 
Magna Cum Laude grad of your precious mother. The legacy of Helen in you, the legacy of Irene in me. What did they do? They set such high standards, man. They really did. They poured so much love into me and Helen into you. Poured so much integrity. Poured so much persistence and courage. And for me, I've been trying to be true to that all my life in the classroom, on the block, on the corner, going to jail, hitting the street. But now it just spills over. So this campaign is really just a spillover, man. It's a spillover for my calling. It's a spillover for my vocation. What am I here to do in this world in the short move from my my mama's tomb, my mama's womb to tomb? Let me put it that way. From my mama's womb to tomb. I'm not here that long. And at this particular moment, it seems to me, within the context of electoral politics, we need to have voices that talk about the suffering and talk about the social misery of our brothers and sisters of all colors, all genders, all sexual orientation. 53% of our fellow citizens live paycheck to paycheck. And yet you got 1% of the population, only 90% of the wealth. And both parties are so much tied to the wealthy, so much tied to big donors and big benefactors that when it comes to dealing with the 63% dealing with paycheck to paycheck, it's not a high priority at all, though, brother. And you know the climate crisis that's happening right now. The fossil fuel company still obsessed with their profit. You know what, what the quality of life is in the hood in the barrios and white poor communities, but the well-to-do living off in their well-gated communities and everybody else scrambling and trying to make ends meet. The legacy of Martin King, the legacy of Irene B. West, and the legacy of Helen Bridges, brother. And that's just the highest standards, man. That's the highest standards. It really is. Uh, what, What do you say to those who believe you're giving the presidency to Donald Trump by dividing the vote with the Democratic Party. Well, 40% of fellow citizens do not vote at all. And so much of my focus has, is on that 40%. 66% of folk who vote green would never, ever vote red or blue, would never, ever vote for Republicans or Democrats. They've completely dropped out of the two-party system. They see the two-party system too narrow, they see it too rigged for the well-to-do, and they've completely given up. So I'm actually bringing thousands and thousands and thousands of new people into the electoral political system. And at the same time, I'm galvanizing those folk who are, have been in the system but pulled back and vote third party. Now, if, in fact, you know, people who ordinarily vote Democrat or Republican vote for me, that's fine. Because keep in mind, my dear brother, no party is entitled to anybody's vote. You've got to earn your vote. You've got to earn it. And if you can't speak to the issues, if you're not speaking to the issues, then you don't deserve to vote. You've got to be able to, to hit the issues exactly where they are. Um, Michael Niner Jordan said, Dr. West, the Del Paso Heights family would like to know how can we help your campaign? Um, so we're going to give you guys, in a minute, you guys, we're going to give you a website to go to 
where you can um, where you can contribute. Uh, Fred um, Crossley, who's one of our kings in the mornings, he's already put um, he's already donated a hundred dollars. He sent it to my cash app, and I'll send it over to wherever you guys tell me to send it. Um, I yeah, have already beautiful. that's beautiful. Um, I have already um, said that I was um, going to um, I was going to um, go. Uh, uh, I was going to give the maximum amount of money, which is $6,500, um, to Dr. West's campaign, and that's wow. what I'm going to do. I'm going to give him $6,500. Um, and if God, people give 100 200 300 and then we can, what we can do is we can literally, um, the same way Barack Obama's movement started for the people, we can literally, the people can, can, um, can power his campaign. John Beckman said, Dr. West, I see you in your message that's similar to the Democratic Party. Your campaign started with the People's Party, and now you're the Green Party candidate. Why not run as a Democrat and challenge Biden and RFK Jr.? Thank you, sir. Yeah, well, first, I just want to thank you, though, Brother Jay. You humbled me, and you humbled my blood brother. Yeah, yeah. Jay, you. bless you. Bless you, Jay. We, we, bless both, you, my we both love you, though, man, but you... You know, you got an integrity in terms of saying what you mean and mean what you said and coming through on your word, man. That that that's touching though, brother. I just I just wanted to note that. I really do. I just want to note that, man. And that's that's the best of Sacramento. That's what, the best El Paso Heights. And we try to be the best at Glen Elder and South Side of Sacramento. You know what I mean? But the the, the answer to the question is uh um Lord, what was the question? I'm getting with this. Uh running on the Democratic Party. Oh yes. Yeah, but the problem with the Democratic Party at this moment is they're not Democratic internally, and they're not Socratic in terms of having dialogues in their primary. There's no debate. There's no voices that are bouncing off against other voices that the DNC, the, the Democratic National Committee, has already decided it will be Biden no matter what. So our poor brother RFK Jr., he didn't get any chance for a primary or de- a primary debate or anything. Same is true with our dear sister Marianne Williamson, so that they've already cut off, they foreclosed that whole process. People might recall just four years ago they had Brother Bernie running. I was with Brother Bernie. He's my dear brother. I love him deeply. He loves me deeply, even though we disagree on some things. But at least we had a primary. We had debate. We had a possibility of raising voices, a challenge. To the incumbent well, president, they, there is no such thing in the Democratic Party right now. So if I ran Democratic Party, it'd be over in, two, in, in just a few months. Tell me what you tell me. What, so this was my take on Bernie Sanders, and tell me what you think. Um, when Donald mm-hmm. Trump was running uh, on the Republican side, and they were having their debates, the Republicans felt like we're gonna we're gonna have as many debates as we can. Put Donald Trump in front of as many people as we can, and he'll say enough dumb things to shoot himself in the foot. They, they held a number of, of, of debates, and Donald Trump would say some of the most outlandish things. But after the debate, the, the pundits would say, oh, he's going to lose six points here. He's going to lose five points here. But he'd go up five or six points. I believe that the Democrats, saw what was going on with Donald Trump and that Donald Trump won the nomination, even though it's not who the Republican Party wanted. 
And so they said, we're only going to do three debates with Bernie. We're not going to give him a chance. We're going to take 40% of the total delegate count, which is the superdelegates, and we're going to pledge those to Hillary, in essence giving Hillary a 40-yard lead and a 100-yard dash, if you will. Um, And so it was fixed for him to lose. Do you agree with that? No, I think there's a whole lot of truth in your analysis, but I would add this. We cannot downplay the role of the press. And we've just seen uh, yesterday that, that uh, Murdoch is, has, has stepped down, and he has said quite explicitly that he was pushing Donald Trump. He followed every speech. They followed every sentence, every comma, every sentence, uh, and they did it for money because Donald Trump is very entertaining. He says outrageous things, and that, of course, generates eyeballs and revenues and profits. CNN did the same thing. MSNBC did the same thing. When I was with Brother Bernie, we would have 15,000 people with two two cameramen out there because Bernie was not entertaining for them, whereas Trump would have – 55 cameramen out there saying all kind of outrageous things full of venom and vitriol and xenophobic characterization of our precious immigrant brothers and sisters, attacks on precious women, let alone the black folk and and, and brown folk. But it it was very entertaining. It galvanized people's attention. It made big money. CNN, big money, bad for the country. Fox. Big money, bad for the country. Now we, it's almost like you create this Frankenstein-like figure that comes back to haunt you so that what you said is right because, in fact, the Democratic Party thought Trump would be easy to beat right. because he's so outrageous. Because now, do you know so what I said? There. On this mm-hmm. show, I said if Donald Trump is going against Hillary Clinton, she loses. And people came mm. on this show and told me how crazy I was and, and that Donald Trump really didn't want to win, that he was just playing. I said, Donald Trump beats Hillary. Donald Trump loses to, uh, to Bernie Sanders. Donald Trump was the real winner of the Republican nominee. Um, and, and Hillary was just a de facto winner, but she didn't really win. I believe that the real win was for Bernie, and they took it away from him, and that's why Donald Trump won. Now, with that, um, Dr. Cornell West, we have a real hardcore conservative that's part of our panel. His name is uh, Reese Hopkins. He's Reese on the radio. He does radio um, on WITC in Connecticut. TIC. And, um, WTIC, I'm sorry, in Connecticut on the East Coast. And he has his own show, the Reese on the, um, the, uh, Reese on the Radio Rundown. And I, and I wanted him to ask you, Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. We want all voices. We want our conservative <laughs> brothers and sisters of all colors, centrist, liberals, right across the board. Well, thank you, Dr. Oh, Cornell ahead, West. Let, let, me, let me just say to you, Dr. Cornell West, I, I want to say briefly, if I could, you and I met 22 years ago on the Star and Book Wild Morning Show. I was the news guy there. You had come on the show just after September 11th. And um, you had given a quote during that interview that still inspires me to this day that gave me a sense of ease about the events afterwards. So you've always been a true leader and voice of reason every time I've ever seen you. So I, I just want to say that it is an honor that you, pre- you know, uh, grace this show with your presence. 
uh, and I'm just honored to talk to you again. Uh, let me start with this. When you first uh, got to the, um, when you first announced that you were running under the Green Party candidate, the press was all over you. Of course, because you're Cornell West, you go on everything from Fox to MSNBC. People love you. You have that endearing quality. But then many prominent Democrats started to attack your candidacy. And then I noticed in the news media, your name all but faded in conversation. Now, we know that Joe Biden has gone from 88 percent in the African-American community as a, as a probability to now being 65 percent that I believe is due in part to you. Do you believe there's a consorted effort? I heard you say something earlier about the media uh, with regards to Hillary. Do you believe that the media has taken a role in diminishing your voice to support Joe Biden? Well, that's a wonderful question, though, brother. And it's a blessing to know that 20 years later, we are still here. <laughs> we, we, we still raising our voices so I salute you my brother very much so but you know it's hard to say I, I, I can't really look inside of these organizations and institutions and see what kind of prioritizing is taking place at the highest levels. you just never know you just never know most importantly though you know we got to be true to ourselves we have to be mm-hmm. true to the people we have to be true to the truth we're trying to speak and the justice we're trying to promote, period. That's our consistency. That's what we persist with. But you were right. It, 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 it's hard to say what's going on. Of course, the attacks and the assaults are there. They're going to become much, much more intense. Much more me. We were just talking about that, right, Cliff? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and our, our only defense is the truth, man. It's like you were saying before, it's just, but our only defense is being true to the way we came up. Uh, you know, we, lo- we realized a long time ago that at one point, Cornell did, this, did not belong just to the West family. He belonged to all you out there, and there's, there, there's you in him, and there's him in you. And at times, I think there's more you in him than there is him in him. So, hmm. you know, Cornell West is that part of you in you and he, and he belongs to you and he's going to go down swinging that way and all the swings and arrows and things and obstacles that coming at him been coming at him since he was three years old so uh true, true no i believe that truly i believe that truly i think that you should get your fair shake just as uh, uh robert kennedy should get his fair shake and with 70 percent of the electorate at least democrats uh unfavorably uh, believe that Joe Biden should get out of the race. I believe that they should give you a fair shot. If I, J.K., if I could just ask one question policy-wise from Dr. Cornell, mm-hmm. if that's sure. okay. Okay. Sure. Policy-wise, we would, we would just – I've watched your campaign since its inception, um, and I know where you stand. Again, like I said, knowing you 20 years ago, this is something you've always talked about. You, you really advocate for the working poor uh, in this country, and you believe that there should be yeah. dignity for those people. Uh, but That's you do right. have a position on wealth in this country, and I'd like to know on a policy level, would a Cornell West administration be a regulator of wealth, and in what degree, if so? Wonderful question, though, brother. I think we have to be creative in achieving our end. I am an abolitionist when it comes to poverty, just like Martin Luther King Jr. and Fannie Lou Heyman, Rabbi Heschel was. I want the abolition of poverty. I want the abolition of homelessness. I want the support of strong, high wages for workers, especially as the compensation of CEOs goes up, 
I want Medicare for all. I want free tuition in city colleges and state colleges up to board. And so that's already what I think is crucial in terms of the government shifting with so much of military investment, 57 cents for every dollar goes into the military. We just saw Brother Biden providing even more military uh, uh, support for what's going on in Ukraine and our precious Ukrainian brothers and sisters catching hell. But at the same time, as you know, it's a complicated situation precisely, precisely because it can be an endless war. And I want that war to stop. I want to make sure that suffering is over. And I want a fair and I want a just negotiation. Now, when we talk about regulation of wealth, independent of those realities, we have to be creative. And what I mean by creative, we have to be improvisational. We have to be jazz-like. We have to recognize that on the one hand, we still want technological innovation. We want scientific breakthrough. We want people to feel as if they can have individual initiative and personal responsibility. But I want the same commitment to those individual liberties when it comes to money-making that we have to ensure that there's a floor so that there's no poor people, no homeless people in the country. And so it's going to be a balance, though, brother. It's going to be a balance between the uh, the private sector and public sector, a balance between markets and government. Dr. Cornell West, I have a bunch of questions online. I have to get to them because I'll lose them if I don't. One, uh, this, is, this is John sure. Beckman. He says, Dr. West, I'm a proponent for fossil fuels. I know you're against that belief. Why are you against the energy that is abundant below our feet? This country cannot go all electric, especially now in its infancy stage. Thank you. Well, one is that uh, we have been hearing for decades now that if we remain tied to fossil fuels, that life on the planet moves toward extinction. That, to me, is about as radical a possibility as we can conceive of. All the talk about poverty, all the talk about white supremacy, male supremacy, all the talk about economic issues, all of that's secondary if we don't have a planet. Hmm. If we don't have life, human life on that planet, if we don't have life among sentient creatures, and we're just one particular version of sentient creatures. Some people have dogs and cats and know what I'm talking about. So that we have got to come up with a way of making the transition from extractive economies to regenerative and renewable energy. Um, uh, I want to come back to that. Economic I, I, I hate to cut you, but I just want to, I, I got to read all these comments. I hope and pray sure, sure. No, that Biden gives, uh, this is Dale Bernie. He said, I hope and pray that Biden gives both Dr. West and RFK Secret Service protection. There are a lot of folks who do believe black votes, progressive votes, et cetera, do belong to the Democratic Party. Um, uh, um, uh, Johnny D says, Dr. West, how do you attempt to galvanize the country of frustrated Americans who to simply hear your voice and hopefully contribute to you both financially and via vote? Mm, boy, you've got some high-quality folk listening to your radio show, though, brother. These questions are wonderful. First, I want to acknowledge the kind words about my safety. I, I believe that RFK Jr. deserves 
uh, uh, Secret Service before I do. I think that he comes from a very precious family with his uncle and his father who was shot down in a very ugly way, and that, therefore, if anybody deserves it, he does. I mean, I'm going to have my security, and I got the Holy Ghost coming out of Shiloh Baptist Church, too, but I'm not going to refuse it, but I'm not going to be first in line. You know what I mean? Not at all. So I acknowledge, I, I, I appreciate them saying something like that. But I just hope and pray that we can have a public debate on a public stage about the future of the country, about the visions that is best for the vast majority of Americans. Because for so long, both the parties have been tied to big money, been tied to Wall Street, they've been tied to uh, uh, Silicon Valley. We should never forget, I was speaking to a group the other day in Los Angeles, that the real machine of the American economy is small business. The real machine is entrepreneurial activity. It's not monopolistic activity, but the monopolies are the most visible, and they tend to be the most greedy. They're the ones who have the highest profits, but it's the small businesses that need support. And, of course, our, our, our workers who sustain the economy as a whole. That's why I'm on my way to UAW in the next couple of days. I'm with my UAW brothers and sisters of all colors uh, in Detroit because you have a situation where the compensation has gone up 60% and their wages go up 6%. The profits have gone up 50%, but their wages 6%. And people say the workers are being greedy. Hey, that's a key sweat moment. Something, something just ain't right. <laughs> um, Potter, Potter says um, the United States is kind of a hybrid capitalistic system with some elements of socialism, Social Security, for example. More capitalists than socialists, of course. Does Dr. Cornell West perceive that mechanism used to fuel and run this country should be more socialistic or communist? Or is there a new, more innovative way we can run this country so that it works for more of the people? Yeah, you can ask more questions. I'm going to let you ask. I'm going to let Kente ask and and everybody else, and then I'll come right back to you, Lee. Go ahead, Doctor. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Say what you can. Absolutely. As I said before, though, we got to be flexible and fluid. That's what it is to be jazz-like, and Brother Jay knows that from his magnificent music. That uh, you got to be willing to uh, uh, to call in the question whatever dogma. People who have market dogma, you got to be flexible. People who have government dogma, you got to be flexible. We're looking for an end. What are the best ways of achieving the end? One thing I noticed about America, though, that we have to be very honest about. America's fundamental priority has always been national security and tied to the armed forces. And you notice America would never make those institutions private institutions. When it comes to military, it's socialist across the board, public across the board, government-owned, government-driven across the board. How come? Because they don't want the arbitrariness of the market to be involved in defending the country. Defending the country. You got Medicare for all in the Army. In the, you got Medicare for all in Congress. Well, I think poverty is the issue of national security. Racism is the issue of national security. We had a civil war because it couldn't come to terms with the racism. We, it's a national security threat when we have 
rebellions all across the country in the 1960s and in the 90s and recently. Those are issues of national security, too. There has to be some way in which we reshape our priorities, but it's got to be done in a flexible way, though, Brother Jay. You see, you can't be dogmatic about this. That's right. why we you can learn to, sometimes. I, I agree. But that means that everybody has to be in that flex. That means that even the That's capitalists right. have to That's be in that flex. How we, oh, how Lord, yes. Them. Absolutely. They're Doctor, fellow citizens uh, and fellow human beings, too. Absolutely. So Professor Keone says, Dr. West, how do you attempt to galvanize a country of frustrated Americans to simply hear your voice and hopefully contribute to you both financially and via vote? So how... You know, how do you galvanize? What are, what are you going to do? Uh, what is your plan to get your voice out there, you know, and stronger, uh, with a stronger megaphone? Well, we've got a magnificent uh, uh, campaign manager now. He's been on the job for about 11 days. And uh, uh, we've got Sister Madeline, who is uh, actually from Sacramento in terms of her wonderful uh, family, the marriage family. Uh, uh, we got my brother Clifton, Sacramento. So I don't even have a language for him. I, I'm not one half the human being he is. Anna Heath, my magnificent and marvelous wife. We've all constituted a team. And what are we doing? First thing we do, we hit the podcast. I've done about 185 different interviews since I announced. Why? Because you want to make sure you, you your voice is heard across the board. Fox has been kind to have me on. CNN's had me on, MSNBC's had me on. I got podcasts, all kinds of black farmers, white farmers, Mormons, white working class, Latinos, right across the board. The next move is hit the ground. More and more, talking one-on-one, face-to-face. Then we move into the massive rallies. So we're doing all that we can to follow the anthem of black folk, which is to lift every voice. Lifting every voice, we're going to be lifting my voice, lifting other voices, and I think that we're going to have impact that will surprise a lot of people. I must say. Daphne Gibson says, "Dr. West, what will you do different from all the other presidents for the American people?" Thank you. That for the first time there would be a presidency that would put poor and working people at the center of its vision, of my vision, that we've never had a U.S. president that was fundamentally committed to the plight and predicament of poor and working people. FDR and LBJ were the two major figures who tilted in that direction with their marvelous war against poverty that Martin Luther King Jr. and others brought pressure to bear on LBJ. But what happened? That money was rechanneled to the Vietnam War, the Endless War, and went on and on and on. And FDR attempted to do much for the working class and the poor doing what? Another war. So that it, 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 we've never had a president who was fundamentally committed to making a priority because even those two, LBJ and FDR, they were still tied to Wall Street. Oh, yes, they were still tied to Wall Street. And we saw that with Brother Barack Obama, God bless him, when he had to choose between Wall Street bailout and, and homeowners bailout and everyday people's bailout. He went straight to Wall Street. They got trillions and trillions and trillions of QE money. And that was subsidies 
We would call it welfare if it were going to poor people, but it's corporate welfare because the whole system is predicated on uplifting Wall Street rather than Main Street. So we need need different priorities. It can be done, I think. Janet Marie said, Dr. West, pharmaceutical companies are fleecing this country. They're making hundreds of billions of dollars, and yet the people are sicker than ever. What can we do to stop this? Oh, that's a, that's a powerful question. That's part of the corporate greed that I'm talking about. That's part of the corporate greed that I'm talking about. They are fleecing. They are ripping so many folk off, breakdancing to the bank while people remained so sick. We need a medical system that is both preventive as well as medicinal. We need one that makes sure people are attended to with quality and don't have to worry about the markets, the money, whether they have cash. And that means it's a fu- we need a fundamental transformation in how we think about the medical world. And not only that, but the pharmaceutical company also have a disproportionate role and influence in the shaping of public policies, of public policies. It was very hard for certain products that may be effective but may not generate profits that have the same weight and gravity as opposed to certain other products that are tied to money-making. So it's just spiritually and morally, you know, it's just a sad uh, fair. You see human wretchedness in all of its forms uh, when you see people much more concerned about personal gain and profit as opposed to public welfare and the masses of people living lives of decency and dignity. We have uh, we have a few questions from panel members, so I'm going to ask, which one do you guys want to ask first? Kente, do you, want, do you have a question? Yeah, this is Frederick. I'm sorry. Fred, I asked Kente if he had a question. That's why I'll put you on mute. Go ahead. I'll get to you next way. Go ahead, Kente. Kente first, then Fred. I, I don't know why. I said, Kente, do you have a question? Then Fred. It's, yeah, yeah, it's Fred. Go ahead, Kente. One love, one love, uh, doctor. One love to you, first of all. But uh, uh, One love to you, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually when it comes to the subject about you and the presidency, I really don't see anything because around here I'm known as Babylon is falling. And, you know, the beginning of this country is built, the foundation is built on sand. So you know the conclusion of that. And I heard you talk about war, and I heard you talk about the end. Even Churchill said, this is the beginning of the end. So, you know, you being uh, in theology, I'm sure you know about prophecy, and especially Babylon falling. And it seems as if this is a revealing time of epiphany right now. And I just would like to say to you, or I look at you, I, I put myself as a true witness now because I look at you and say, why would you run knowing the destiny of Babylon? Huh. Yeah, that's a, that's a profound question, my brother. 
<laughs> Very much so. Now, you know and I know theologically that God works through human beings, that uh, every empire is going to collapse. Anything that human beings create is going to be shot through with faults and foibles and defects and deficiencies. There's no doubt about that. Uh, uh, but the question is this, what has God called us to do given the overarching reality that every empire does decay and decline and collapse? The United States is the 68th empire in the history of the species going back to Africa. And it, it's the mightiest militarily, economically, and so forth of the species. But every empire prior has collapsed, every empire after will collapse. But then the question becomes, and this is where I want to push you, one love, one love, my brother, is that you know and I know that we love our babies. We love our children. We love our neighbors. We love our people. And if we brought enough, we love humanity. Even given that broader backdrop that you acknowledge in terms of Babylon collapsing, in the meantime, as it collapsed, we got to fight to make sure as many people can live lives of decency and dignity as possible. That's what Martin King was talking about. He knew, in fact, that overall America was just so shot through with the treatment of indigenous peoples and Africans and workers and those coming out of Latin America, Mexican, and white workers that didn't even have the right to engage in collective bargaining until 1936, he knew all that greed at the top and that hatred at the top was going to lead toward a possible collapse. But in the meantime, in the interim, he said, oh, but we got to keep loving the folk and fighting for them. Well, that's my legacy. That's part of my legacy. That's what goes into me. Well, he also said, yeah, yeah, he also said that, you know, in his speech that it's frightening when he compare America and Rome. And when he and at that time, that was the meeting between him and Malcolm. So, you know, that's what Martin said. However, what Malcolm said and what Garvey said. We can't can't stop. Yeah, but he's going to babble on me and I can't do it. Because I only have so much time. Fred, what's your question? My question is a pleasure to be involved in this conversation. Um, I'm here Dr. When Cornell you, West, when you, Fred, Fred sent me $100 to give you. Um, through, he sent it to me through Cash App before the show started. So he's a big fan of yours. Wow, I appreciate that, brother yes, Fred. Yes. Appreciate uh, that. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I followed you uh, when you were on the J. King um uh, up in Sacramento, I'm I'm here in Texas, and when you hit the ground here, I would like to know how I could support you. I work for the school district. Uh, I'm involved with city councilmen. I have a city councilman on the phone here, an ex-city councilman, uh, Brother Ricky, and we attend the same church. Uh, how can I be of service to you? Ooh, wonderful. What city or town are you in, my brother? I'm in Colleen, Texas, Fort Hood. Uh, Brother Ricky, can you tap in? I'm going to give him the website. Website address. Bring him better. No, yeah, because I'm going to give him the Cornell West 2024, 2024.com. 
to make sure that. But I was I want to make sure we got the town uh, in tech. Colleen, Colleen, what I'm going to do, Doctor West, is I will send all the information because I have different people that are sending that want to help, and I'm, I'm going to send it all to Cliff. Um, but before oh, that's we go any further, if people wanted to contribute to you, do they go to CornellWest2024.com? Absolutely. How, how they Isn't that right, Cliff? Madeline? Yeah, Madeline's on the line, too. Madeline can, can confirm that. Yes, you so, can so go yeah. to CornellWest2024.com, and you can hit Donate. That's what we need most of all to power this beautiful mission and vision is donations. But we're also building a powerful, powerful infrastructure for volunteers. So you can also hit Volunteers and sign up there if you want to volunteer. And if you just want to follow along, you can hit join. Okay. So there's okay. many options well, for all of the support. So if Donations any of you guys are gratefully accepted. If, if any of you guys are contributing right now, um, let me know. Say, Jay, um, I'm contributing right now. I just contributed. So I could just, you know how we do it, you guys, how we always, you know, we let people know what we're doing. I just, I just want to, um, so if any of you guys are contributing, like right now, I'm making a thousand dollar donation, right? So as I'm making my donation, and so I so I can do up to sixty five hundred dollars. I'm gonna do a thousand dollar donation today, and then you know, um, and then I'll make a, a larger donation um, later in the week. But what happens is when you guys are making these donations, um, people there are people that are watching that is that are, that that are watching the movement of you. Um, and if you are um, if you are supporting a candidate, and what it does is it makes them look at that candidate a lot differently because mm-hmm. they see that they're raising money. And right. when they see that they're raising money, they say, you know what, we got to sit down That's and talk cool. to him because because he's got um, he's got momentum. So really, That's guys, true, when we contribute, That's so true. I know I I, I, I um. I deal with I deal with candidates. We have to um if we're going to um if we're gonna be impactful as as um as a people, we have to find a candidate that we can talk to. You you you're not you know, you're not gonna to get to talk to, to Joe Biden like this. Mm. Or or Donald Trump. You're not they're not um um they're not gonna do that. Yeah, not accessible at all. No. Um, so we That's have so to. That's so true, though, brother. So Jay. what I'm saying to to you all is, you have a candidate you can talk to that you can say, "Yo, I need you to, I need to be, I need this to be held, I need you to be held accountable for me." And um, and you get to have a voice. So, um, Doctor. Go ahead. I was going to say, Doctor West. Um, so I'm um, I'm in constant contact with um, one of your um, one of the volunteers for your campaign out of Hamden, Connecticut, Tim McGee, and I interviewed him on WTIC about a month or so ago, and um, he had an interesting take on your campaign, and I'd rather you speak for it than he. Um, but uh-huh. of course, your 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 agenda, of course, is to win. I mean, you don't jump into a, an into a fray like this without the intention That's to win. Right. 
Um, and, and I don't, and, and trust me, I, I have all the faith in you that that's what you believe and you're going to do your best to do that. But my question to you is, is that Tim made it an interesting point that I support, and I think it makes you viable. And he believes that the only thing that Cornell West needs as far as a campaign is a considerable contribution to these efforts to become president of the United States to have your party platform to be included in whoever the nominee is. Is there any truth to that? And if so, what would those party platforms be? Well, yeah, I, I don't really know what Brother Tim has in mind, though, because we, we're planning to go to the end on this thing. <laughs> if we have some impact on uh, on other parties, that's fine, because if they want to get in on some truth, that's fine. They want to get in on some justice, that's fine. They want to empower some precious poor and working people, that's beautiful, too. Uh, I, I don't really have a lot of trust and faith in them because they talk a good game during election time, and then once they get in, they go right back to Wall Street, right back to big military spending and so forth. But, no, I plan to be in this thing till the end because we're really talking about creating an alternative. You know, Tina, there is no alternative. You see, that's what the whole two-party system is about. There's no alternative. No, that's not true. There are alternatives if we have enough courage and vision to create that. Look at Frederick Douglass in the 1850s. He had to choose between two slaveholders. He got Clay on one hand and Pierce on the other. What did he do? He founded the third party, the Liberty Party. That would become the Republican Party. And next thing you know, you got Abe Lincoln making his move. So we have to create an alternative. So I don't really know what Brother Tim has in mind, but I can understand you well, know, no, he his, was his, his projection, thinking that that you can bring yeah. some pressure to bear on the Democratic Party to incorporate certain elements. Yes. So, well, that's probably what he had in mind, I think. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it. Yeah, he wasn't doing it in a nefarious way, but he was just saying that oh, no, he really no, believes no, no, it. No, 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 yeah. no, absolutely. And and yeah. and, and, and um, it's Dr. Webb, people Dr. of goodwill do disagree um, about things. There's a lot of decent people that got disagreements. So when we disagree mm-hmm. with each other. Let us never demonize each other. You know, and I, I just no, say no, that um, as a Christian. You know what I mean? Mike, you got yes, to go to um, Michael Niner Jordan. You have to go to the website. You have to go to CornellWest2024.com. Uh, uh, Michael um, uh, Michael Niner Jordan is pledging a hundred dollars to you. Shirley Brown just donated a hundred dollars to you. Um, I just made a thousand dollar contribution. Fred, I'm going to send your money back to you and tell you to go to, to CornellWest2024.com. And let me tell you guys why. Because I can only give so much money. So if I give money on your behalf, then it cuts out how much I can give. Even though you're giving me the money on your behalf to give it to him, once it comes out of my account, you know, there's only so much I, I would be in violation of, of mm-hmm. uh, campaign finance of laws. Campaign finance laws, and and would in fact get could get Dr. West in trouble because he wouldn't know. I'm not asking any more. Uh, um, Dr. Um, Professor Keone, everybody got questions. Yo, your questions aren't the only ones <laughs> that get to be asked. I just like to follow up and say this is one love again. And would you at least give an alternative that if you did win, at least change the name since you and I know the destiny of America is to fall? 
Would you at least? Oh my God! You know what? I'm, 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 putting you, I'm putting you on mute. It ain't gonna be no damn oh, thing. You guys have to ask real questions. Things that can really happen. Mary Hopkins has a question, and then and I see and I see um, um, uh, uh, Lambert Davis. I'm gonna let him ask a question as well. Ooh, I'm Lambert! Everybody hey, in the panel. Yes, but let me let Mary. Mary, what is your question? Thank you so much, Jay King. Uh, Dr. West, so nice to have you on uh, this morning. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to, to ask this question. So my question to you is, um, well, I, I'm a single white female, age 49, that's been working all her life. Um, I work two jobs to barely make ends meet and support myself. If you win the presidency, what are you going to do for us working class people? Like, how, how can I? How am I going to see that personally? Whatever your agenda is, or what your policies are going to be, how how can I see that benefit personally? Can you give me specifics on how my paycheck will be different, or how my expenses will be different if you're the president? Mm, ooh, another powerful question. On two levels, my dear sister, and I salute you for the work you've already done and the work you continue to do. Two fronts. One would be to ensure that your employers are paying you at a fair wage. As you know, the women tend to get 79 cents for every dollar. So we got some deep, deep, deep sexism still operating at the workplace in terms of money. To make sure that they're treating you fairly and to make sure that wherever you work, as the money made increases, that you as a hardworking person are able to gain access to the increases as opposed to just the executives of where you work. This is always a problem. This has been a major problem in the last 50 years in terms of wage stagnation. So that in, in, in that sense, you work in two jobs. I, I I think that people need to work one job and have livable wages. It was, we, we what, fought what, this what recently does, for fifteen dollars. What does a livable wage look like to you? Because I, I can honestly tell you that you know I, I I do probably make what most people would think is decent money, but with the expenses today, the rent prices, the mortgage prices, the food prices. I mean, the more questions, you've got to be making question, six Mary, figures. Right. The, no, that's real. The question to you, that's, that's uh, Mary, the bigger question is what's a livable wage to you? A livable wage to me in today's day and age, it, with having two jobs, I should be making at least no, $150,000. No, 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 that's not what I ask you. I ask you what is a living wage to you? Working one job, what is a living wage to you? What do you think a living wage is? At a minimum, $30 an hour. And that's at a minimum. So that's $240 a day. That's five days a week. Multiply by five, that's zero carry two. So that's $1,200 a week. That's $4,800 a month. That's that's $57,800 a year. At a minimum. That's what a livable wage is. Depending on where you live. Okay, so that no, listen, that's a so that's a livable wage to you. So let me explain to you guys because a lot of times you guys are, are asking presidents to do something that presidents can't do. 
and 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 um and this is where people have to understand their power. And this is where you guys drop the ball in my opinion. A president can't force a company to do anything. He's not a dictator, he's not a king, he's not a emperor, he's a president elected by the people. But this is where the people have to um have to understand their power and how right i, and, I don't i don't expect how, that though so Jay. let me let me let me explain it to you because you asked the president you asked a potential president what he would do a president can't do anything about that but let me say this to you all when you guys say that you want to wage and this is where to me um what a president can do is be uh, um a mediator uh, and sometimes even a thought provoker. We have we have men who own companies. The men themselves, the individual, worth hundreds of billions of dollars, and they give that money to different charitable organizations. When they could give some of that money, that charitable organization could be the worker him or herself. And we have to, but we have to have, and, and I believe in, I believe in capitalism. I don't want anybody telling me how much money I can or can't make or earn or create. But as a human being, I also want to do all that I can to help humanity. So um, this is where, so to me, the question would be more, how would you interface with corporate America? And because when we start saying we want a minimum wage of thirty dollars, now you no, now no, no, you I'm don't not, know the kind of. Uh, not you, Mary. Not you. Yes, I did. Okay. It's not. <laughs> when we start saying we want, because when you say a livable wage is the minimum wage, we want our minimum wage at thirty dollars an hour. We are crushing small business. Small businesses would would wilt under that kind of pressure. So, but in a tiered situation, based on earnings, where you have companies like Google and Tesla and Apple and, and you know these big Fortune 500 companies that are earning hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, if you tier it, where their minimum wage has at a certain way now. Now we can get somewhere. So, John Beckman, nobody's talking about losing capitalism. So, and this is where you guys have to stop being extremists as well. So, but I believe, again, this is where we as a people get an opportunity to have a different kind of voice because you have, uh, you have a, a candidate that's eyeball to eyeball with you, not a candidate that's untouchable, unreachable, that can't even hear your conversation because they're too big for that. They're beyond that because their handlers are there. And the, the, to me, the big, um, the big thing for Doc, Dr. Cornell West, is going to be that connectivity, that irrespective of how big he gets, how big his campaign gets, that he doesn't lose the connectivity to me and you. Because once he loses the connectivity, now he becomes like all the other candidates. 
So it's easy to talk about it when you're growing, but once you're grown, you got to still be touchable. People got to still be, there's got to still be some connectivity, and that's where the people that work for him and work around him have to have the same spirit as he, um, otherwise you, you get lost and afraid. Let me let um, Snitchy Smurf um, ask her a question, and then, and then I'm going to come to you, um, Lambert Davis. Thank you, and good morning. Good morning, everyone, and to you, Dr. West. Bless you uh, for accepting the call to further lead our country. Thank you. Even sharing your time and vision with us this morning. I would love to understand um, what is your vision on long-term supporting and serving the people who are presently displaced, um, also known as homeless, and facing certain displacement here in in America due to affordability? And... uh, who do you envision being at the table of solution, including us layman citizens? Um, thank you, and wishing you a successful campaign to the end. No, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much, my dear sister. Definitely. And in some ways, it's, it's connected to that earlier question about uh, a living wage, because you see, when you have precious poor and working people as your priority, it means then you can be highly creative in how you attempt to achieve that end. You see, the, 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 the monopolies and oligopolies are subsidized. They're subsidized. It's big money. When they come into a city, they don't have to pay taxes for 10 years. They have incentives to come into a city and so forth because that's the priority. Well, you see, small businesses can be subsidized too seriously subsidized if you really understand the crucial role of small businesses. Same is true in terms of housing, my dear sister, that we've got real estate developers out there that are promoting policies that make it difficult for people to gain access to affordable housing. And it is tied to making money. There's no doubt about that. And they have a right to make money because we're not talking about the abolition of capitalism. Jay is right about that. But we're talking about any form of markets that are also concerned about the humanity of people. That's the balance that Brother Jay was talking about. Right? There's got to be some balance here. There's no way that we can allow for thousands and thousands of our precious fellow human beings not to have homes. And there's ways in which we can have social housing, we can have decent housing, we can have subsidized housing that does that. I mean, I have said on many occasions, I'm not even going into the White House until everybody got a house. That's what I learned from Irene B. West. That's what I learned from Shiloh Baptist Church, Reverend Willie P. Cook and Mrs. Cook. Meaning what? Meaning that, well, that's the spirit that I bring into the political arena. Now, I'm no politician. No, no, no. These politicians, for the most part, they don't want to tell the truth. They don't want to promote justice. They're concerned about their next election. They're concerned about their fundraising from above. 99% of the politicians, they sit down the way Brother Biden did, let's say, the other day. When he had fundraising, he walked away with millions and millions and millions of dollars. And here we are with the precious folk, Brother brother Jay bringing all of us together. And I'm as excited as I can be because I can see how for real you all are. But I'm not concerned about the million dollars at the top because those are strings attached. 
And I'm a free man. I'm a free black man. I'm a free human being. And I'm concerned about something more than just the next election. So I, I, I am an abolitionist when it comes to the unhoused and the homeless. And I think it's, it's, it's quite doable to eliminate a, 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 a homelessness. There's no doubt about it. But it's just not a priority. That's all. We can go to the moon, but we can't eliminate homelessness. Um, we got to make it a priority. I, I'm gonna let, Matt, so, Lambert Davis, I'm going to give you a question, and then I'm going to let Ali have the last question because he's been, Ali's been very patient and quiet here. So, go ahead. Um, but we, we got time, Brother Jay. I got as much okay, time so as you, you can, need, Brother. You, you're so kind, too, I'm telling you, man. You're so oh, kind. Oh, there's a third hour of power after this, Dr. West. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but it's the third hour, <laughs> but we, well, we might go over. So, let me, before, before, before uh, before Lambert does his question, um, John Beckman said, Dr. West, do you agree with giving all these billions of dollars to Ukraine? No. No, not at all. We, we got to bring that war to a stop. We got another Vietnam in the making, an endless war, forever war. We've got to bring it to a stop. We already got cluster bombs. Now we got a new way. But what about the money? It's, but what about the money we're giving? Do you agree with the money? All the money we give? No, not, not at all, not at all. I okay. do not agree with the money given. I do believe that there's a concern for uh, humanitarian aid. I do agree with that, but not military. Right. But, not, at all. but not all that money. Not at all. Right. Okay. Ooh, um, no way. And go ahead. Go ahead, um, Lambert Davis. Okay, thank you, Jay. Uh, somebody in my family told me a wonderful person was on the show today. I, this is going to be like a reunion, Dr. West. Your brother, Clifton, introduced us at a book signing in Oak Park a few years ago, and then after that, he paid me to send you a couple of cheesecakes to New Jersey when you were at Princeton. Do you remember us? Lord, Lord, that would have been in the 2001, 2002, like that? Yes, that long ago. you have a great memory, and I wanted to just say that we're going to be supporting you. I just heard how to donate, and my question is, are you on Instagram? Oh, yes, absolutely. But let me ask you a question, brother. Are you still making those high-quality cheesecakes? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, when you come to Sacramento, you'll be able to get one and tell your brother Clifton thank you because he was wonderful. He introduced my brother and me to you. So uh, Jay knows right, how to reach brother. me instead of taking over your time, but can you let me know what your Instagram page is? That's my last question. <laughs> Well, it's just Instagram. It's this Cornell West that uh, Brother Brandon runs it, and, and my wife, my wonderful wife, Anahita, runs it. But it's just Cornell West Instagram, Cornel as West. I understand it, though, brother. Uh, okay. And, 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 and thank uh, you. At Cornell West. But okay. thank you so and, very uh, much, bro- brother. Definitely. Brother Reverend Ali, you, man. if you want to ask a question, Brother Reverend Ali. <laughs> I just want to say that Dr. Cornell West, I've been listening to you this morning. I've been listening to you most of my life. Uh, Jay King is my pop, but I do have a father. His name is Ken Seton M. Samaji, and I believe you might know him. 
Uh, he's been around for many years. He uh, was the president of United Domestic Workers along with uh, Cesar Chavez, United Farm Workers that accumulated and uh, helped bring out the UDW back in 1978. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you uh, I appreciate what you're doing. Do your thing. Do what you know how to do. Do what you know how to do for our people. And we stand behind you, man. I ain't got no questions for you because you answered all my questions my whole life, and you stand up for us. So God bless you, my great brother. Well, brother, I appreciate those words. I salute your magnificent father, and you very much part of that legacy, and you that close to Jay. Both of y'all are highly blessed and highly favored. And I can tell you this. Stephanie Beard Beard just joined us from Queens in the morning. She probably went to sleep after her little freaky show this morning. Uh, But uh, she said, good morning, Jay. Ask Dr. Cornell West when he is elected, who will he pick as his VP? Oh, it's a good question. I haven't thought about it yet. I haven't (laughs) thought about it yet, but I I got to play on it, ponder it, and so forth. I haven't thought about it yet, my dear sister. Definitely. Um, Mr. Jay, you cut him off when he was talking about us. You cut him off, man. You didn't let him finish what he was saying. He said he had time. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I got time to put your ass on the Mr. Elliott said, what do you plan on doing for voters' rights? You know, because... Our, our voters' rights, you know, you know, every 25 years, we get, we, they have to vote for, to give us the right to vote. Our, our, what can we do? Exactly. What are we going to do to change it? No, we got to make it permanent. One of the reasons why I had a kind of kickoff in Mississippi, because Mississippi to me, that's where my pastor, Willie P. Cook, is from Brookhaven, Mississippi, where Lamar Smith was shot down in front of the voting uh, booth trying to vote back in 1960. In, 19, in the 1950s, right alongside Emmett Till. Uh, Emmett Till was just down down the street in 1955, that same year. That voting rights has to be permanent. It's got to be integral. It's not subject to deliberation every 5, 10, 15, or 20 years. And, and that was one of my critiques of, of Biden, you know, that Biden uh, – when it came to fighting for the voting rights, he wouldn't push the filibuster. Why? Because mm-hmm. Manchin stood in the way, the senator from West Virginia. But neither did Michelle Neal just contributed $100 to you. Um, but neither oh, did Barack Obama. Oh, God bless us, Michelle. No, no, Obama didn't either. But, but you know, my critique goes across color, brother. I'll tell you that. My critique <laughs> is based on morality and spirituality. It's, he if is right about black that. Cowards, exactly. If you got black cowards, they're gonna be criticized. White cowards, brown cowards. <laughs> that's that's where I learned that Shiloh Baptist, and I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, he's. I have yeah, to give him. Right. I'm, gonna let Reece, Reece, I won't, I'm gonna let Reese ask a question before I do. Um, I want everybody, if you can, right now, as you're contributing, please post here so I can so I can say. Your name, so you know if they see it, it'll become familiar to them. That um, let me know what you're contributing, uh, so Dr. Cornell West can know um, what's happening. Uh, um, so, um, Reese, go ahead. Yeah, what I was going to, I was going to ask Dr. West. 
first, are you following any of this, um, the migrant crisis as it pertains to Chicago in particular? And the reason why I ask, just to sort of give some context if you're not, uh, many in the African-American community have been arguing with the current mayor, uh, Brandon Johnson, about the allocation of taxpayer funds to migrants over the residents of Cook County, predominantly African-American. There have been um, town hall meetings almost every week that no one's even covering. Have, have you followed that in any particular way, or do you have any opinion about that crisis and the misappropriation, as many people in that community are saying, of uh, that money going to migrants over the people in the community. Have you addressed that, or do you ever think about oh, that? Oh, no, this is yeah, this has been a very, very intense and controversial issue, not just in Chicago and Chi-Town, but I'm sitting right now on 110th Street in Harlem where I live, and I'm overlooking New York City. As you know, New York City has had over 125,000 uh, precious migrants make their way here. And it, it's the same kind of deep tension. The folk who are already here, many of them broke as they can be, and then you're getting the migrants coming in on buses and so forth, thousands and thousands and thousands, and looking for places to stay and looking for access to food and what have you. And uh, uh, the mayor, you know, actually he's, he's a black mayor, uh, Brother Eric here, uh, Sounding in some ways like Trump talking about these migrants going to destroy our city and destroy our civilization. Wait, 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 wait a minute now. Yes, there's tensions. Let's be honest about the tensions. Yes, there's going to be some conflict. Let's be honest about the conflict. But let's sit down, not just at the local level, but at the state level, not just at the state level, but at the national level, and come up with some ways so we make transitions so you speak to the needs of the people who have already been here for a long, long, long time, but you also have ways of welcoming the folk who are coming in who are very, very afraid and frightened in the new, new environment. Mr. And that's Elliot, just a matter of trying to uh, treat people Ford, humanly, even as you speak to the interests of the folk who, who, who have been here for a while. Les hmm. Moore just donated $100 to you. Janice Booker said, tell Dr. West blessings to him. My family was a member of Shiloh and Bobby Adams, my brother-in-law sends greetings and blessings to him and his family. Uh, anybody who wants to contribute to Wow, no, but we got to stop there, Brother Bobby Adams. It's Cornell West. Adams, please. Cornell West, 2024. I got to help. Lord have mercy. I got to hold. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to raise money for Dr. Cornell West. You can't just talk. We got to help him raise money. Cornell West, <laughs> No, I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Cornell West, 2024.com. <laughs> See, I'll cut Dr. West off too, because let me explain I see. something. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind being cut off. So I know it's a, a loving spirit behind why, it. It's a loving spirit behind it. Yeah. But I'm just saluting Bobby Adams. Why, That's all. I'm saluting <laughs> Bobby Adams. I love that. But, but Doc, let me tell. Yeah, let me tell you why I'm cutting you off, Doc. Because it's important for us to know, not as black people, but as regular folk, that if you if you want a candidate to speak to your needs, to speak to your concerns, to speak to your vision, you got to put money on the wood. <laughs> and true. unfortunately, in the black community, when it comes to politics, we often say, you know, we vote, but nobody do anything for us. It's because voting isn't enough. See, a lot of folks put money on the wood. 
And when you got money on the wood, you got a voice in the game. So you can't you can't not have money on the wood. Your vote ain't enough because it's people in front of you because they put money on the wood. And whether you know it or not, your hundred dollars, if it's ten people, a hundred people, a thousand people, those hundred dollars add up. And if you go back to the Barack Obama campaign the first time, you know, they didn't look at Barack as a viable candidate because they didn't see Barack getting money from big institutions that gave money historically. They saw Barack Obama getting 25 and 20 and 10 and 30 and 5, and before they know it, he had $25, $30 million. And it wasn't so much the money that he had. It was all of the people that gave the money. So even though Hillary in the beginning had two or three times more money than him, she didn't have two or, t- two or three times more people than him. He had the people. And eventually the people out, outbid, if you will, the institutions. Because when people are giving you money in the millions, those institutions are just those institutions with those those few that are the elite. And so by the time Hillary Clinton and everybody found out what was happening, it was too late. They were in quicksand. That's how a third – I told you guys, if there's ever a time for a third-party candidate to be taken seriously, to be powerful, and to possibly win, it would be now. It would be a third-party candidate that's not married to any idea that a guy like Reese, who you know is super conservative, could, could possibly get behind with a few, a few adjustments and how and what. The same with John Bennett. And, 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 and a third-party candidate, the right one, could do something that has never happened in this country in a long time, and that is uh, um, empower people and make them want to vote. And I don't know which one of you guys are making all that noise, but you're going to make me call <laughs> you guys to cuss at you, and you know I don't want to cuss at you guys in front of Doc because we have company. Reality, but, <laughs> but it don't mean that I won't. It don't mean that I won't. 786-765. Yes, Thank you so much. Hey now, how are you? I'm a first-time caller from Florida. I hear you guys talking about the third party. You know, I'm not very familiar with the third-party candidates because you guys uh, explain, you know, a, a perfect uh, possible runner-up. Well, um, right now we're talking to Dr. Cornell, West, who's running for the Green Party, um, and I'm um, running for president. And what's your name, sir? My name is David. David M.D. David, uh, what what part of Florida are you calling from? Tallahassee. Okay, and, oh, okay. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it that you're um, that you voted in the last two elections, right? You you voted for president. Absolutely, I've only been registered to vote for four years, but uh, I, I voted for Trump in the last two terms. It's a real shame what's happened. Okay, but you know it's a real shame that um, that a business guy who doesn't um, who's not necessarily uh, versed in politics would run and win against who we thought was uh, uh, a very qualified the most political candidate, candidate ever. 
Yeah, but because of but because of politics and because of her mess, uh, you know, and because of the game that we play in this country, the people never really have a voice because the game is already fixed against us. And that's why I think a third-party candidate could possibly be a spoiler because it would empower the people. But that third-party candidate would have to speak to the needs of the people as a whole, not just a group. Uh, not just a race, Absolutely. not just a, a, you know, and so I think, um, so that's why I talked to Dr. Cornell West. Dr. Cornell West is, aside from being an intellectual and a theologian, he's, a, um, he's practical, and I think of all the candidates, he's the one candidate that we, that, that who, who's not um, cemented in a belief, idea, or agenda that it can't change. I think mm. of all the candidates that are out there, Dr. West, uh, open enough to hear the people. So part of his message would be conservative. Part of his message would be progressive. Part of it would be liberal. Part of it would be centrist. So we don't just sit in any one. Uh, by the way, Val Singh just donated $100 to your campaign. It wouldn't be just one. And I think none of us are just one thing. So we shouldn't be represented by people who just see it one way. And I believe that that's the difference in the world. That's the, you know, we, we don't need an, anybody else to divide us any more than we already are. We need people. What are we need some, that's in it. What are the some first of thing country Dr. West's is conservative views? Hold on, let him speak. Go ahead, sir. What were you going to say, Dave? The first thing this country needs is unification, and that can come from any party. We just needed one reliable right. and truthful candidate, which is very, very difficult to find. But I've been keeping my eye on Michael Tittum. I've been keeping my eye on Vivek Ramsway. I've been keeping my, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my eye on many, many independent-seeming candidates, and uh, it seems as right. if the Republican Party is leaning more towards unification. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you know, um, and, and I would hope so. I would hope that we are, and, and, and that's why we're having all these conversations. That's why we're not... We're not just limiting ourselves to what's put in front of us, but we are saying, you know what, we're going to listen to it all. We're going to talk to everybody. We're going to see who fits with with the people. So, um, Absolutely. Dr. has a lot of great lines that I love, and one he's used a couple of times so far, Dr. West, is he said, we need to be jazz-like, and I love that. You're so right on point with that. And Jay King just intimated that, you know, you have to have somebody who has liberal views, socialist views, or maybe even conservative views. If you could point it out just off the rip, what would you consider are some of your more, or even if it's one, what would you consider one of your more conservative views? Oh, you're oh, asking me. That, uh, no, Dr. West. Oh, no, but I, no, I can answer that. And I can answer my, my dear brother from Florida who voted for Trump twice, too. That you see, when you have a fundamental commitment to truth and justice, you recognize that you're speaking the truth to yourself, you're speaking the truth to others, and you're speaking the truth to the powerful. So that people might cast you in a number of different ways. People would look at me as a Christian and say, oh, he must be a conservative. He's a follower of Jesus. (laughs) Why? Because so many of my fellow Christians are deeply conservative, right? No doubt about that. Oh, he's always talking about the family and his mama and his daddy and Cliff and Cynthia and Cheryl and Anahita and so forth. People who talk about the family usually associated with conservatives. And I say, no, I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth about my life. 
I'm telling you the truth about who I am, and I'm concerned about justice for people across the board, no matter what. So that for me, it's a matter of making that human connection. That's the crucial thing. Once you make the human connection, then a lot of the isms really do become secondary. I agree. I agree. And I just have one more question. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to a lot of economic policies. Has has Joe Biden put any sort of economic halts on China's infrastructure in the recent years? None. No. Why should he? Not that I know of. Why, my how, why should he? <laughs> well, of course, of course, you can get a little bit more personal when it comes to the issues regarding Taiwan and numerous uh, <clears throat> bordering countries. Uh, China definitely is taking an imperialist approach to the cooperation that they have created with Russia in the last years. And I am not someone who believes that Russia is interfering with our elections, but they are certainly mongering with the Chinese. Mm. Oh, that's without a doubt. So I'm sorry, Mr. Dr. West, um, conservative ideals, uh, family you mentioned, that's also always been attributed to conservatism. But what would you consider like a conservative value that you have as president? Oh, I think that, uh, unfortunately, conservatives are often associated with personal liberty. I think that personal liberty ought to be associated with everybody, conservatives, mm-hmm. liberals, leftists, and so forth. You just got Yahoo three who's been viciously attacked by the FBI. I support their personal liberty. The Pendleton two in Indiana in prison. I support their personal liberty. H. Rat Brown in Arizona. I support his personal Mumia Abul Jamal. So personal liberty is often associated with conservatives, but I believe deeply. I have strong libertarian sensibility. Same is true in terms of free speech. I believe in free speech across the board. I believe. I'm, I'm against censorship across the board. I think people ought to be able to lift their voices. That's the anthem of black folk themselves. So you would think that, well, West is a libertarian. He, he's tied to <laughs> civil liberties, personal liberties. Isn't that a, a, a deeply conservative view? In the eyes of the public, it is. Just right. like by talking about family, just like being a Christian, right? But right. I'm not worried about these isms. I'm worried about being truthful to who I am, trying to maintain my own integrity, honesty, and decency. I think part of the problem is you got too many politicians that look at all of these groups with some kind of political calculus to say something that is going to resonate with them rather than to speak from their own hearts and minds and souls. And that's not me at all. You see, I'm much, I'm, I'm, I'm closer to Ron Banks of the Dramatics and Curtis Mayfield of Chicago and the Reese. <laughs> I'm going to speak what is inside of my soul, very much so. You got Jay talking about lean on, lean on me. <laughs> Lord, that's Bill Withers and Jay King. They come in from their soul. I learned that lesson from the musicians, and I love it. Hmm. Have you been on Hannity yet, or have you been on Hannity lately, not oh, since oh, the beginning? Absolutely. Oh, no, okay. I was on at the very beginning, but no, I've been on Hannity, and I think I'm supposed to be on in the next couple of weeks or so. Okay. All right. Well, I, listen, I, again, I wish you luck with the campaign. I want to see you more and, and everywhere else. I believe, look, there are people out there who say that you are a threat to the Democrat Party, and as a conservative, I hope you are. Um, <laughs> but but I really do believe that what's, you know, guys like James Carville, who have uh, been very disrespectful 
to your campaign in my personal view and has been able to and been allowed to do it because of his stature uh, and the way in which others have treated your campaign is if you are some sort of uh, what was the, the term you that Kristen um, uh, Kristen Davis from CNN put it as you being some sort of muckraker it, to a degree. Um, I think it's been disrespectful. Yeah. I think that this process is afforded anyone who wishes to run to run. Uh, but, you know, going after you, I think the New York Times went after you recently and tried to go into your background, which is not something they've never done before. Uh, until you became a threat to the Biden administration. These things are absolutely abhorrent. Um, and even if, although I don't believe you believe in what you believe politically, I stand by you because uh, I believe you are, are a viable candidate because if there are going to be things that need to change, I think you are the voice uh, that people need to hear. You've always been a loving, kind, caring, and giving individual of your time and your spirit and uh, I, I've always respected it about you, and I consider you a friend and a mentor. So uh, keep pushing. That's all oh, I can thank tell you. you for those kind words, though, brother. And you stay strong, and God bless you and your loved ones, my brother. Definitely. Thank you, Dr. West. Hopkins, why don't you ask him to come on, on the pick? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I will be on WTIC next Friday. Um, you know what, Dr. West? I will make sure that J. King gets your information. Um, because there, as as you know, there are a lot of people in in uh, Connecticut in the Greater Hartford uh, area who are very interested in your campaign. In fact, you're making a lot of ripples up there, believe it or not. Ooh, wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's you're talked wonderful. about. You're talked about a lot in the Connecticut area because of the dis, you know, the disenchantment of you know the two party system. So, if you're oh, interested, yeah. I'll send. Oh, I'll, I'll have Jake King forward my information, and we'll see if we can get you on next Friday. Well, next Friday is going to be difficult because okay. you know, I'm swamped. But 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 further down the line, I'd love to be on, but I, I have to plan. And Anna Heath, my wife, has to plan because we we are swamped, though, brother. But I'd love to be of on down the line, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Not a problem, Doctor West. Thank you so much, though, man. Now, Doctor hey, West, Doctor West, we're in the th- we're in the third hour of power, but you can stay on for as long as you want. I'm I'm listening. I don't I don't really participate in the third hour. It's a little it's a little too wild and woolly for me. Um, you be right here with us, Jay. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I, I've got a I've got another Zoom at one at one thirty here in New York. Okay, uh, minutes. You got one in ten minutes. In ten minutes. Okay, yeah. hold on, John yeah, Beckman. But, uh, I think John Beckman has a question for you. John Beckman, go ahead. Then I'm gonna let then we gotta let Doctor West go here. But go ahead, John. Hi, hi. Can you hear me? No, oh, we can't hear you, my brother. No, we can't hear you, John. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Doctor West, I have a hypothetical question, if I may, sir. If for some reason RFK Jr. were to uh, to win this thing, I know you're in it to win it, but if for some reason he were to be elected president and he asked you to be your his vice president, would you consider that? a great question well that's that's hypothetical capital h my brother (laughs) (laughs) it would be interesting dr west it would be fascinating it's it's quite a fascinating thought experiment it really is and 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 i i consider rfk jr my brother we've got disagreements on a number of things but uh, uh, I think I think he's got a good heart. There's no doubt about that. 
And uh, as we mentioned before, he needs a secret, uh, he needs protection as of yesterday, and I would fight for that no matter what. But we would have to see. As you can imagine, I can't really answer that question, uh, uh, the counterfactual question, because I'm planning on winning this thing, and, we'll, and the, he would have to see, well, what do you think of me as VP, Brother West? Well, I've got to pray on that one myself. So, brother, we got to see how that turns out. But it, it, Dr. It, West, what do you think about hip hop? Definitive way. Hmm? Do Dr. West has a hip hop right CD. Now? Dr. West oh, has a hip hop oh, CD. Can he answer? I love it. I, God damn. Lord, Lord. Well, Lord. But when, when you talk about hip hop, brother, it depends on who you have in mind. Kendrick Lamar. Is, is is one of the great giants and geniuses, and then you got other hip hop that's a little bit too a uh, little bit too flattened out. I want I want the hip hop tradition to keep alive the best of the black musical tradition and all of its richness and all of its sophistication, all of its funkiness and all of its power. <laughs> and hip hop at its best. The Tupac Shakur was a student of mine. I have great respect for. Uh, for Tupac and Biggie when I was in Brooklyn many, 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 many years ago teaching. Uh, so it depends on which particular hip-hop artist you have in mind. But generally speaking, I think hip-hop was the greatest uh, cultural breakthrough that we experienced in the last 50 years, my brother. Well, that was Indeed. Just, that I was agree with that. That was a continuance of my question to you being in that message that is spoken through it, and is that the main medium right now? in which you think might, you know, like you said, you mentioned Tupac. So yeah. the, the him being a student of you and the message that he conveyed to the people, you know, how important is it, you know, do you see it right now as being a mechanism? Oh. Would, you, would you incorporate it in your campaign, you know, being that oh, it has market, you know, value? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I don't want to just push to the level of just marketing my own stuff, but you take a look at the album that my brother put together with the great DOA, Allen, Never Forget with right. Michael Daly, with Talib Party, right. Paris One, Jill Scott, Andre 3000, Lenny Williams, Gerald Levert, uh, um, Raw Digger, and we can go on and on and on. You see the ways in which the genius of hip-hop, which is a moment in the history of the genius of black music, can become a vehicle of some very powerful stuff. But like anything else, my brother, it can also be used for something narrow. That's right. It can also be used for something that's empty. It depends on which artist we're talking about. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. I just like to, you know, I just wanted to hear you from all the talents and the accolades that was spoke on you know, being that you're here, you know, instead of just yeah. the politics and the run that you, being your brilliant mind to us all in all the facets of just the rites of passage. Dr. Yes, West, can't absolutely. you be a no, Republican just for this election? <laughs> Dr. West, can't you, you be a Republican what? just for this election? Can't you just be a Republican for this election? I want to vote for you. Every time I hear you speak, I fall in love with you all over again. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I, I hear where you, where you come from, but sometimes I just say to you, he's perfect, dude. I mean, every way you just make people engender themselves to you, I just wish you were a Republican. 
<laughs> well, you know what? In my, in my brother, it might be easier for you to switch over to independent. It might be easier. I there. know, I know. <laughs> we'll make it easy for you. We'll make it easy for you. Hey, hey, Dr. Uh, West, he's the guy who said he said he was about to leave. Yeah, yeah. We, we, love love we love you, brother. That's love right. We appreciate you. And nothing you can do about it. And nothing you can do about it. That's the truth. Dr. West, this is the only Caucasian on the show right now. Can I ask you a non-political question? <laughs> Absolutely, my brother. Thank you. Who do you like in the game this year? Harvard at Yale in November. <laughs> That's a great uh, question, considering his affiliation. <laughs> great question. Lord, Lord. No, He's got Harvard. took us outside of this, I'm telling you. Well, I, I was first tenured at Yale, and I went to Harvard undergrad, so I have a kind of schizophrenic sensibility about your <laughs> question, my brother. <laughs> I know. I, Come on, but I there's know, something about college. There's something about college between 18 and 21. And very much when we were talking about that magna cum laude that was mentioned, and I talked about uh, the magna cum laude of Helen, uh, Brother Jade Press's mother. That, that those years have a tremendous impact on you. They really Harvard. absolutely. And so if I had to choose Harvard. between college versus tenure, <laughs> I think I'm going with Harvard. I think I'm I going with it. Harvard. I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. There was no way getting Dr. around that, Doctor West. I just want you to know, I I know, you know the, that you got the the, the, the legalization of marijuana. What is your take on I, that, I know you, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. He told you he was leaving. And instead of you mother figures yes. um, being cool, you guys continue. That's why I put your dumb ass on mute, Fred. Um, I want you guys to support <laughs> Dr. West, and I want you guys to go to CornellWest2024.com and make a contribution. And, 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 so, and I want Dr. West to call me and say, man, your folks really contributed. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, Thank you, Fred. I'm, I'm sending you your money right back now. to you for you to send it for you to send it back. For you to for you to give it to no. me. No. No, I, I don't know how to do that part. Uh Dr. Carnell West. Yes. What is for your, your take on uh medical? Use your credit card. Come on, can I can I talk? This. No. Because I told you, <laughs> you what got- to do. Do, you, you got one minute, car, car, you gotta go. Yeah, he got to go, you guys. He got one minute. Yes. Go ahead. Got right, the Colonel West. What is your take on marijuana legalization across the board, all fifty-one states? I want to decriminalize 51. it. Make sure that folks don't have to go to jail in regard to it. But I also want people to know that that can still be a first step towards something that's worse. I want to have a balanced view about this thing, but certainly I want to decriminalize it. I've taught in prisons for 41 years, and I've seen too many precious brothers and sisters down through the decades who went to jail for soft drugs, nonviolent offenses, and got locked and caught into that barbaric system called mass incarceration that disproportionately affects black and brown, poor and working people, but includes also a lot of very precious white brothers and sisters, too. So that's my response to that that question, my brother. But you know, I I got to go because these 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 zooms are uh, coming at me. They're coming at me. They're coming thank at you. Me. Thank, thank you, Doctor West, for thank being you. here. Thank you, 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 thank you
Thank you so much, right. man. Especially you, Jay. Especially brother you, Jay, brother. it's just you, you your love is just extraordinary, brother. It really is. Yeah. We'll talk soon, Jay. Uh, Doc, my my love my love uh, is a reflection of the being. So if my love is extraordinary, it's because you are an extraordinary being, sir. Ooh. Wow. Wow, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Big Cliff. That's brother Jay right. out, isn't he? Oh yeah. Out, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's a show. Else. That's a show within itself. But you ready to go on corn. Well, yeah, no, that's too. Yeah, that's okay. true. But I'll, I'll try to connect with you later on, though, Cliff. All right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Definitely. Thank you, right. love. love y'all. Love you, love you, though. Easy on everybody. Hey, Reed, I just want you all you guys, all you guys to know that when Doctor West was on, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna tell you what y'all sound like. I thought you said you got time for the after hour call. I thought you were leaving, Jay. You too. You too, leaving, Jay. Yeah, you don't listen to the hour power. Jay, you love how I articulate how Babylon is falling, huh? It was that great to you, huh? You really no, like he didn't left already. He left already. You were good. You were good, and then you kept falling with Babylon. So we're so no, 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 Jay. And then you started. No, Jay. You talked about Babylon, no, and then you started to babble on. Yeah. Oh. Cornell was babbling on with us, and you cut him off when he was giving us some good words, Jay. Yousef, why can't you just ask a question? Boom. Oh, fuck you. You and your superhero superhero came on. And you guys don't understand that. He's got to raise money. He won't be able to do nothing if he don't raise money. Fuck that. So I got to cut him off so he can raise. Mm. Thank you for helping did you me. My, did you send me my motherfucking money back so I can't talk? Send me a t-shirt. Jay. Can I get a t-shirt Jay. and a hat? Jay. Back what do we get Reese will come on and try and form a allegiance on the on the line. You get to, Back me to Reese go try and monopolize. Back me to Reese go try and monopolize while he's there to persuade. Those Democrat, I mean, those Republican thoughts up there, you motherfuckers, and everybody else go see that shit. And didn't even, you didn't even see what that shit. Talking about you, Jeff, I may, I may Wait, vote. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. You little bitch. You little bitch. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Well, you know, you can't tell you got to give John Beckman and Reese a pass. They'll never be able to talk to Donald Trump or any other president of their choice. They're coming over here on the but bandwagon of our choice. To leave Ali. Reese, his bitch and we were very in. respectful. His bitch stepped we in. Asked him him to if you wasn't respectful, John, in. I'd be over your house tonight in Vegas, nigga, shooting you in the ass cheeks, nigga. Yeah, well, you can respectfully come shoot my ass then, but we were very respectful. Oh, no, you man. wasn't. You were said you was a groupie, nigga. You was a groupie. You're like a you, bunch of fucking you're transparent. Drunk at a bar. You're transparent. A bunch you're of clear. fucking losers. That's what you hey. are. You're. You're. Hey. What's, what's that? You, hey, you fucking trick yourself. I even offered Doctor oh. Cornell West to come do a rally here. 
If he wants to come do a rally in Vegas. Who gives a fuck? That's the subject of all this. Not giving a fuck about what you did. What are you talking about? I'm talking about who gives a fuck about what you did. Come on down to Vegas. My wife got a room for you. Yeah, come on down like you Bob Barker. You didn't didn't even offer as much as one cent. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. a question that was five minutes long because you babbled off. Motherfucker, and that's the point. Who gives a fuck about your question? You know, I have a Mac hand now. So when you come down here, you're going to visit my Mac hand. Well, let let me say something to you. You motherfucking, you motherfucking <laughs> lost, you lost puppy with Mary's collar running around on your neck. Hey, let me tell he you. He warned something. you. He warned you. He let you know I've got a mag hand now. So he, uh-huh. he put it out there. If whatever. And that's what. And, and you taught me that. Remember my teacher, Yusuf. You taught me that. You're my teacher. So no. You, you taught me how no, to have you, a mag hand. You you learned that shit from me clipsing uh, Jay all the time with your big fat moon ass being around him, and you thought that would help you. No, 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 no. You know what no. you can do? You can kiss the inside of my dark moon ass. How do you like them out? Oh, you're, oh, you're dark in there. Who helps oh you see God. the light? Who helps you see the light? Because whoever helps you see the light, don't you see that you're white? And white isn't in right now. It's about the well, That's dark. why I pointed out to Dr. West I was the only Caucasian on the show. I thought you were well, going to ask Dr. West if he thought Reese were white or black. To be honest with you, I was shocked by your question. Well, you can't be honest. You don't know how to be honest. Your questions are so hypocritical. You said them Thank up you, Fred. Them. I like the laughter. That makes my day. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hypocritical. You know, you you told Everybody Dr. West, I'm known as I'm known as Babylon. You know what you know what you know what you are known on this show as? You're known as Yeah, 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 yeah. Because people people talk about vision, but it's their lack of vision. That's why black people going through they can't visualize this country being something else. And a- after Africa got renamed so many names, they act like America can't be renamed once it goes okay. through its transition because their mind is so calcified, brainwashed them so deep that they don't okay. even recognize that the country that from the time that they got here has been renamed in so many different names that they only think that they're American. What's that it's okay, George. He's, just, he's yelling at a white man. Well, even okay. you had the so, Doctor West. I'm talking to my you dog. Doctor West, right here on this show, telling you that America only has so much time, being the empire that it is, especially built on hypocritical basis, like you are, Beckman. You bitch. You bald mm. bitch. Being that that ah, is in well, here. You little lost puppy dog what, with Mary Collar on your what, neck. What Dr. You came West over there and had AK to rub your head. What he said was all civilizations fall because human beings, humanity can't hold them up. He said, oh, not just, not just American, all 
all of it. Well, he agreed. The point was he agreed that America's falling. They That's all, my point. Because they, they all fall. It's not just America. Well, they my all point fall. was to drive right. in, Jay. My point is to drive in that we're living in the now of America falling, Babylon falling, okay. and he agreed to that. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? When and and my next question show, was, this is what you should say. Hey, Doctor West, do you think Babylon uh, falling? That's all you should ask. Trick. Shut the fuck up, Doctor Doctor West, do you think America's you falling? Trick. That's what you, you should ask. Son of a trick. Not, trick not a five-minute question. Shut the up. If, listen here. If we don't believe in gimmicks, why the fuck are you here? Because you're a gimmick. Because you're, because you're a gimmick. That's why you're I'm here. No, you little puppy dog. You got to qualify your hair as being don't real forget, by you're talking to Matt the Daddy top now. of your head. You little refer dog. Refer to me as Matt Daddy. In fact, refer to me as your daddy. I'm your daddy. How well, do you like you, them what apples? What you want to be, what you want to be. I'm your Mac Daddy. What you want to be is what I am. No. No. Now you sound like Kent. You're, you're the anti-mentor. Except it's no. You're the, no, you're the I'm reason the judge. I have a mentor. I'm the judge, and you get one thousand fucking years in jail, in jail without no bail. Too? You in jail, you in jail. All right. Besides all that, okay. when are you coming down for a barbecue? Well, yeah. see, if you're part right. I would have to come down, but you're down right now. <laughs> My heel is on your head. I'm crushing you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm south of you, so it's down. You know what? And it's not cold press. I'll play some hip-hop when you're here. No, you I'm not here to play with hip-hop. you. I'm not playing with you. I'll play you. some hip-hop for you. No, 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 no. Don't want to play no games. Who's no your games, favorite hip-hop baby. artist? Eminem? Motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. You're a gimmick. <laughs> Anyways, I love you, buddy. You're a good man. Well, your love isn't needed here. No, it's needed. Love is needed no. everywhere. Love is well, in I the tell air. You, what, you and your love, you and your love, love for America. I tell you what, you and your love for America you pay up your reparations to the people that decided to take their own land and you continue to pay reparations in our I cause. tried. I offered you two acres and you refused No, it. that's what you will do. Good Lord, even a John Deere I offered you. No, your Lord is in What kind of do you like John Deere? Do you no, like why, you don't have why, is John, why is John Beckman being penalized as a singular? Because, because Jay, he's in the terror dome. That's why. <laughs> now, just get back and let P.E. play. Bring the noise. <laughs> I'm just bringing the noise. Anyways, you know what? If you don't want my land, A.K., I, I, I want you to come visit. We'll have a couple burgers, hot dogs. I'll drive you to Arizona. Okay. It's about a six-hour drive. At least you can see the land that you refuse to accept. How's that? 
Well, like Chuck D said, by the time I get to Arizona. <laughs> you mean Glenn Campbell? Wasn't that a Glenn Campbell yeah, see, song? See, all, see, you see the you see the people that I bring up and the people that you bring up. That's why Bug it bugging out said, "Hey Mookie, why they ain't got no brothers on the wall?" You see what I'm saying? By the time I get to Phoenix, you'll be rising. People don't recognize the importance of all the scenes. I think that was that's the song. being put. You know, Spike Lee. How much trouble Spike Lee had to go through just to bring about the scenes that he didn't be able to put on there. He got thrown out of Madison Square Garden. It was so much to say. He had so much to say, and they penalized him for it. You know why? Because he was opening the eyes, visualizing. It's the lack of vision right now. You can't see America being done, cooked. You know what you and I need to say? We need a good we need a good trip to Italy together. Well and I can't wait why? to go. So to you can look at the, the people who built the roads there? There's no roads, they you have think, gondolas. Who do you think be, oh, oh man. Well, well who govern who was governing Italy? When? Oh shut the fuck up now is when. Get the fuck well, you said out of here. You got it. Because Mussolini used to govern Italy. Right. Well, what, was well, what did time. Mussolini represent, Jay? Italy? Death and destruction. No, he represents the fall of the Roman Babylonian Empire. Yeah, that's what he did. Right. right. Death that's and destruction. Well, that's the same as America. He just passed the baton to America. Now it's its turn. Yeah, but he, and you know what? He didn't give, he no, didn't give all that money you know to what? Ukraine. Well, that's the hypocritical factors that's going on, you gimmick. Why would, how can, how can people be duped to even listen to that's, the malarkey that's, a good word that's day, going gimmick. on like on TV? The pilot, man, come God, man, this is a fuck. This shit, this is what this shit is. This is like having <laughs> on the motherfucking goggles. See, they put, I got sunglasses. This is but they entertaining give radio. Virtual reality shit to put on. The ratings are sky high right now. No, the veil is very thick on people. <laughs> it's shit, right now, it's the age of epiphany. And people don't have the intellect Age of to recognize. Age people, of don't, Aquaria, people don't have a vibration. Aquaria, people don't have a vibration to celebrate epiphany. Aquarius. See, they let people like, see, you can be open to it because you shut people's minds up. And then you have it, you have it in your library. You tore up the library. You talking about their libraries in the land, like, in the I'm, land that you confused. took them from, in the land that your people took them from. You destroyed okay, their libraries, and you made it believe that your libraries are better. No, my people. No, the yeah, your people. The libraries in Africa at the at the mouth of Africa. How come white people never refer to things as my community? 
my community. I don't. I, we don't have well, that because your community time. community is are the ones who killed. Because Stephon I consider you Clark part of my community. Sacramento. Your community, your police community, with a helicopter that you spent millions on, didn't work when it had a light that showing that that boy Why did I spend had millions a, a on helicopter. I've only ridden in a helicopter man, he twice a man in my life. He was a man with a baby, had a phone in his hands, and you killed yeah. him after you spent all that money for that light. That's your people. Yeah, that's your people. You mean that's my your America? That's my your people or my community? America's your your head is fucked up. Is it right now? You should be shaking your head right now. That's why they put that shaking my head. You see that? Well, that's why shaking I, my I'm fucking shaking my head, head in agreement with you because yeah, I love you. Shake as if no, no, no. It's because for people like you that can't believe the world you're living in, it's fucked up right now. You can't believe I'm talking to you like this. And you know, how in the fuck can you be agreeing with some of the things that I agree with? Think about that. Because you don't know. That's why you're stuttering right now. The world is fucked up. It's fucked up. And you know it is. Me, you never envisioned this. You never envisioned this when fucking Lever the Beaver was coming out. No, but you're right. I did never envision this until I came on, and I've been here for years now, and I love now it. When, it's very educational. Well, don't you you see you see now there's a there's a strike with the writers in the movie industry right now. The same writers of Leave It to Beaver. Those are the same writers. Well, at now, least I can still get Leave It to Beaver on Leave the old Beaver channels. Leave It to Beaver got your head fucked up. They've already written those So why should they get paid? you got to be saying, now, fuck, if these are the writers. Leave It to Beaver gets TV, mailbox money. Well, I, I just know I just know they fighting over what they portraying on TV. You know, what they think is humor. You know what they call drama. You know, Do like you they think call TV political is as drama good today as it was theater. like 20, 30 years ago? You know how this political theater? Why are you mad at him for agreeing with you? I don't understand that. Yeah. Jay, once again, because he's in the Terradome. <laughs> it's him, Jay. We're fucking with him in the Terradome. Just sit back and get it on how a motherfucker like him gets fucked over in the Terradome, Jay. Just look at it as a house party. You said, you're, you're just doing it because oh, Jay why is King is going to jail. <laughs> Jay King's going to jail. You lied to the you, you lied to a president. You lied to a president candidate that, and talking about you don't be on the after hour power and you right here. You're going to jail, Jay King. Noted. Jay, he was about to say he I, is shit. I'm just getting I'm getting I'm getting dressed to go see Robert Redwine and I'm listening to You if said you, you don't be on going. this after hour pop. You trying to make yourself I'm look good in going. front of Carnell. Why did you do that, Manny? Why did you do that? It's not Car- it's Cornell. Okay, let me say this to you, Snitchy Smurf. It's not Carnell. It's Cornell. It's Cosmo. So yeah. It's Cornell. Uh, uh, yeah. And by the way, 
It, it took me a while to find them on Twitter because it's Cornell with one L. I was looking That's for Cornell and two L. further you got to go. And you just now realizing that shit. You fucked up. Your head is going to be fucked up by the time you're done. You could be growing dreadlocks with that fake hair you done, got on your head. Oh done, God. done with what? When I'm done, done with what? When you, oh, you're half baked right now. I'm smoking you. You're half. Are you? Yeah, I'm smoking you. Like that, smoking like that, you like, like a that movie, like scary movie where they smoked the guy. The plant came in and smoked him. See, that's why you come in with that cornball shit. Hey, I'm a white guy. I'm entitled to come love in with cornball shit. I love it. You can learn from this dude, no. man. This no, is fucking no, so no. comical. Man, man, this dude right up. here, man. Fred, Some David Fred, Chappelle Fred, shit, Fred. man. Fred, this is how Thank you, Fred. we're Thank still you, Fred. here. You know what, Fred? I'm not going to call you Mushroom it. anymore. I'm going to call you Fred. Listen to him. Listen to him. I'm not going to call you, know, you Mushroom anymore. You're a good man. Oh, my. Oh my God! Well, you're nothing but a slave nowadays. You see how you simp in the Fred? You little trick! You're a lost puppy with Mary's Fred, collar on Fred your neck. Fred seems to laugh. Wandering and around in everybody's neighborhood. You're angry. You're looking for a lighter right now. Cause you you're, got you're desperately you looking to light you your joint. Away you can't dog. find a lighter, and you're taking it running out on around. me. You running around shitting on everybody's fucking grass, thinking you can do it because you got humans that believe. Oh my God! What? Uh, I I always. Fred, go ahead. I just sent your money back to you. What you have to do is go to CornellWest2024.com and and um, use your credit card and and put the money in. I'm not giving no motherfucker my credit card. He won't see it, King Fred. He won't see it. Right there, motherfucking money. He won't see it, King Fred. I sent you the link. Fred, Nicole, Nicole, I appreciate the link, Nicole. I've already sent the money back to you. So if you send it back to me, I'm going to spend it. I'm just going to tell you right now because I told you. That I can't do. So if you send the money back to oh, me crook, again, so you just gonna be straight I, up a crook. You you know, goddamn yeah. no, you know how to get this money to him. I'm not being a crook. What well, I'm being is this: you you keep fucking yeah, about this money. I, I told you what to do, but you a lazy motherfucker. You want me to unlazy you? I'm not gonna unlazy you. You're gonna uh, oh, bring that money to Vegas to and we'll have a nice dinner. Bring that money to Vegas. We'll have a nice dinner. Why, why no, you I, thanks, Fred. I sent him already. I sent him back to him. I, I, oh. I do. Just let it but go yeah. in the ethers and then go sign up for that app, Find My Money, and it'll come I right back to you. frivolous money. You might Damn have it. to pay taxes on it then. <laughs> just let it go out there in the ether. That's ethers. the way he'll do That's the way he'll do a motherfucker in Venice. If we go to Venice or wherever we're going. No, Fred. Fred. I can't send money on your behalf because it would okay. it would stop me from sending money by a le- okay. by a hundred bucks because I can right. only okay. send so much money and you can only send so much money. There you but go with there you go with that house of diddy shit. Then he go with that hot big no. diddy shit again. But he promised he all, King Fred. He, he, got the, he got all that money and then my little money ain't shit. See how he no. do? 
I told y'all no. that motherfucker think he's better than everybody. No, he no. always put me down. He always, he always lead me out. No, King Fred, you are in. Don't and worry. He think I'm going to. He think we're going to Venice with him. He get me over there, and my credit card won't work. That motherfucker, how should I be? Goddamn, yeah. shit, no, I ain't going nowhere with him. He know I'm not well traveled and shit. I can't speak French. French. And you gotta rely on everything on him. Oh, by the way, Jay, can't they offer anything up yet? Jay, has yeah, can't see, they offer anything up there. yet? Ooh, we get it. I, ooh, we. What, have you, what have you offered up, can't they? Ooh, I love it. I'm so fucking deep in you. I love that <laughs> shit. Who is that? I'm so fucking deep um, up in you. I'm all up in your Jay? motherfucking head right now. No. That's, I'm that's fucking Kenny. you up right now. That's Kenny. Who right is now. that? You, yeah, you Who a motherfucking, Fred? you like a fucking he, Frankenstein doll right now. Who is that? He's on Goldie right now. He's on Goldie. He's on Goldie. Must be somebody uh, calling in. Who is that? He's talking <laughs> to you, motherfucker. You know he's talking to you. Stop. You so fucking. Oh, is he talking to me? Yeah, you just, you like you got correct. You just threw my name out there. I'm so deep in your fucking head. It feels so fucking good. You are? It's like I get light. I get light, dude. I get so much. It's like my carbonated self. It's like my pioneer gland. It's like my urease is on fire right now. That's a good-ass weed, boy. Can I? Can anybody define what he's saying? Listen, uh, you heard what he said. You heard what he said. So lost, man. He talking he to you. He don't know where the fuck he at. I know, but I can't he understand no... the word he's saying. Um, I'm you understand what he's saying. You understand. You can't hear what he's saying because these other motherfucking rats keep talking in the middle of it. Won't y'all shut the fuck up? Thank you, Ali. It ain't for you to know. Continue your Babylon. Go ahead. No, what I'm doing, I'm squashing your head. That's what I'm doing. You know, I used you to don't play squash ever forget. Back east. Don't Did you, you, have you ever, ever played squash? Get it. Squash up. Mm. That shit comes out of my heel. Right. All you interrupting, all you interrupting, motherfuckers. When it get quiet, ain't nobody talking. That's your time to talk. If you didn't know radio. Fuck faces. Thank you, Ali. Ali, you are a great host. You don't know who you to thank. Right been, you, you know how many people you think that you always talk shit to? It's your hypocritical Well, I learned from self. you, Professor. Motherfucker, you can't learn. Doctor, if you learn Yusuf from me, you be cash-zapping me right now. I'd be what? Tag-zapping? What is yeah, that? that. That's your hip-hop. That's how your hip-hop sounds. You can't hear every word. I don't know. It sounds like something I give my Mac. I know to. you don't know. That's why you're here. Every fucking day you're here. Either you Am I the first powers. Caucasian that you know that has a Mac hand? God, yo, 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 you know what? You sound like your whole world is filled with the J. King show. Like like I've when you leave, like there ain't no other now. world. I've lost count. No, you lost, period. You're lost. I know. 
You fucking lost. Look at the seven. time you spending at this time over here with Is it niggas. seven years, Nicole? Thank you. I think so. Because you were here just about the time. Um, well, when I got here, you were here. And I've been here almost seven. Yes. I've and been here longer than my name out, And then you act like a bitch and run away. Well, you do, you do no, know that's where you radio, fucked yes. You called yeah, my okay. name out just now, and then you have the audacity to run away. That's how fucked up and twisted and bipolar. Because I was, you are. I was, I was letting the lady have some respect. No one speaking, knows the all. calls. That's why you're here talking right now. And the thing about it, in Vegas, it's called the circus. The thing about circus. it, baby, check it out, man. Circus, circus has a bullshit, Beckman. It's no bullshit, man. Well. It's, it's other people that do shit to people like this, Beckman. And everybody else just listens because they see how you can handle going through it. There's a world like this. It's like if we're a small universe, and then when you go outside the box, it's other people doing this to other people. Having other people recognize why the fuck are you here? Because of you. I love no, you. I'm no, here no. You. In today's world, there's no gimmicks. You got to be real. You ever notice he says three knows when I tell him I love him? <laughs> nobody cares about your love, man. People was being yes, loved you before. Do. I, I was loved before. I, I have a gut feeling you dream of me at night when you lay your head on your pillow. By the way, do you have a my pillow? Those are great pillows. You should. If you don't have one, I'd be more than happy to get you one. How did that man become an icon in today's world? How can how can matter of fact? How can that man that's manufacturing my pillow built in America be Mm -hmm. of such importance in today's world that he will even be on the Late Show? You know what? He's a success story because he was a former crack addict who turned his life around and invented something that. Everybody seems to like. So, so he's a success story in life. He's the what you call the American dream. What crack? No, that he turned his life around from getting off. Overcoming crack. his obstacle, yeah. Oh man, I thought you something about crack. Why are you always talking when the old man is talking? Nicole, don't y'all hear this girl? Why y'all ain't checking this bill? Keep you going off on on Beckman. You need to be going off on the code. She keep interrupting. Kudos, why would you do that? Hey, hey, man, check it out, man. That's because I didn't talk to her on the phone last night, man. I told you how to get. Oh, is that what it is? You got to recognize. Bombard the conversation with you, huh? Wow. Well, well, you know, she got to do it some kind of way. (laughs) <laughs> she got to do it some kind of way. Just go on and let it. Just recognize it. That's the best thing to do right now. Just recognize it. Shit, I put her in check. Well, you know, you know Nicole's, in the lobby, Friday, Nicole's Freaky Friday name today is Wide Open. <laughs> wow. Cutters, I don't even know what I've done to you today, but... <laughs> These cashews, Nicole. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, well, I got I got mixed nuts. You know, if you want them, <laughs> no. I need you, you some to sort your nutters. Nuts. Listen, listen to Beckman. He oh, he love that shit. 
Well, no, he said he had Y'all like, I don't know if some are big oh, or some are small. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're talking about how you love <laughs> to hear that shit. That's the kind of shit you want to hear. When it comes to really something factual about how many times countries in Africa been had their name changed. And then when people today talking about changing the name of America, you can't fathom it. What's You're the perspective name change of America? Because you fucking get. What's the perspective name change of America? I might, well, I might like imagine? it. I don't know. Can you, well, can you even imagine it? You know, like Tupac, imagine. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine the day? You know, like Russia changed its name. So what would be a good name for America today, in your opinion? Well, can you you imagine it, though? This is like jazz. I'm trying to imagine. Give me a name. I need something to imagine. It's like drinking wine. Just sip the wine, man. And just just sip it, man. Sip it. Can you imagine it, man? It, am I drinking red wine or white wine? Now say it. Now say it. My imagination. No, now after you drink it, you say, say, now can America have another name? Yeah, what would it say be? It. No, you say it. Say that shit. Right, yeah. Could America have another name? And what would it be? And what would it be? And, yeah, and what would it know. be? I don't know. I'm here to learn from you. Well, let, can I, no, don't learn from me. Learn from other name changing countries. Okay, so what would you call America today? That's not called America. Okay, let's what not would call, you call America. I, I I agree with you. Let's not call America America. I agree with you. So let, okay, so it's not America. It's not the USA. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. would it be? Give give me a, an option. Well, let it it just marinate as being nothing for a little while. and Just let it just, just like a baby. You know, when you name a baby, you don't know. You just say the baby. You don't know what you go name it. And now you want to just name, you just want to name this this, this new world. Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Earth. So the Mother Earth of states? Okay, I can go with that. No, I didn't say of states, jackass. Mother Earth for all the whole universe. Mother Earth. Well, well, didn't you ask Cornell West what the fifty-one you can't states have, You can't have Mother do? Earth for the whole universe as the name of the of the country because it ain't the whole universe. It's only the, the area land that it occupies. Damn, Jay, how did you dance and get your education? You were smart ass, motherfucker. You know everything. Jay, I thought you don't know the after hour of power. Why'd you lie to Cornell? <laughs> I thought that was Fred. I didn't know that was Jay. I know. You just waiting for me to say something. He got a straight. He's straight. I swear, he's educated, buddy. I know. That motherfucker be educating his brother. Fred don't sound that smart. Fred ain't never sounded that smart. By the way, hey. Jay, since you're here and it's We're on speaking my about the inflection of your voices. By the way, Jay, and it's on my mind, I sent you a a screenshot yesterday of these new sneakers with the Raiders emblem on them. Oh my god. I'd like to buy, I'd like to buy you a pair. Would you like those? Okay. I'd like to buy you those. Yeah, I like those. All right, send me your shoe size. Text me your shoe size and I'll get them for you. Okay. Um but uh, so if me and Fred sound alike Either I sound like either I sound like a big nigga or he sound like a little nigga. 
<laughs> Why does what, it have well, to be for sure, about stature well, and you physical know, height? In your defense, pops. In your defense, pops. I'm gonna have to say that nigga's a little nigga. Oh, <laughs> just fired. Compared to the size of his fingers, you passed him a loaded gun. You passed him a loaded gun. So y'all can do what y'all want to do. I got my my answers. I got my part. Are you going to go and um, Are you going to contribute to uh, CornellWest2024.com? Fred. Who, Fred? Yeah. I can't navigate this thing while I'm on it. I have to wait until the show is over, and then I have to go okay. to WW. I already have the information, Mr. King. Thank you. Okay. Yes. All right. Yusuf Kenty, are you I mean, going to do the same? You think I am an Indian giver? No, if you hold your hundred dollars too long, we know you're gonna go buy some Twinkies with it. So we're trying to get it off you right now. All right, half a gallon of milk. <laughs> Shit, two gallons of milk and a box of ho hos, nigga. All right, you guys, yeah, I'm going. Bye. Okay. You, you, ain't you ain't bring Do you have your charger to your speaker? Brothers, give him our love. Give him our love. Say hello to Robert. Beckman, why you want to know how much I donate or if I donate? Well, I just like to make sure people are equal with me. That's all. I like to Man, work on an equal playing field. Well, you and I are equal, but You know, you and I are Yes, equal. we are. You to me no. are Yusef Beckman. You are my brother. You are Yusef you Beckman go, to me. Now you go. Now it's about you, and I'm. I got your last name. I, I, you know what? And as far as I'm concerned, you can call me John Kente. I have no problem with that. Wow. No problem, because I love you, man. You are a John. But not right. a Kente. Just a John. You can call me Jack. You know, I'm also Jack, too. People call me Jack. Is that short for jackass? No, no. It's like Richard is Dick. John is Jack. See? That's when he got Ali. Those are words that he used when he starts to undress himself like a bitch while he's talking to you. He's right? waiting for he's... Mary. Yeah, uh-huh. that's his Mary call. Pretty soon, uh, Mary would just check it out, man. Look, Mary, now, I don't know why you want Mary. You, John, have you ever seen Mary? You might change your mind, nigga. I think I've only seen her on Facebook. Yeah, I've you better change your mind. She was don't never beautiful. Ali? Never, she, uh, never Ali in life was she beautiful. It ain't about her. See, it's his imagination. We'll call it's just her voice. Here. It's her voice and what she will do for him, Ali. This is trick talk. You gotta be around. I got 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 got. They talking about that voice? No, I'm talking about the voice that has him doing what he does when she gets on the phone. Cold that you're not observing. here, you gotta be tough. These motherfuckers are talking about you. I met you. I met you, Seth, a year and a half ago. And, and my fingers are still getting out of his dreads. Well, accidentally, my fingers got caught in there. What and the it was, fuck? Ugh. What the I know. Fuck it was terrible. Did you smoke some weed? You deserve. John, did you smoke a little weed with him when you was down there? 
Well, no, I didn't smoke, but he was blowing his. Well, that's why you. Fu- that's why you fucked up. That's when you fucked up, John. You supposed to smoke and I, make yourself in the brotherhood. Well, I got the secondary smoke, so I was as high as. No, nah, nigga, you can't. No, nah, nigga, that's not brotherhood. That's white man shit. Okay, okay. So we should uh, next time. You should have took a hit. You should have took a hit and kicked it with him. And Kente wouldn't be fucking with you right now. He'd be calling you John, my white brother. You all right? <laughs> But my my fingers they get stick when I hugged them. Uh, they got stuck in his dreads, and boy, I felt bad. I thought I ruined his dreads. You do that with your fingers. You must got nails or something. Well, my fingers aren't as big as Fred's, so they're very adaptable to getting into things. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fred. He he got big ass hands, big fingers, everything. <laughs> call that nigga we call that nigga cream fingers <laughs> now, i wouldn't want to mess with fred based on what i hear about him he sounds like man a fred guy. ain't shit fred ain't shit fred get i had nigga get uh so winded in about the first 10 seconds that nigga be winded you can knock his ass out <laughs> all you gotta do is just do the ollie shuffle on that nigga dance on his ass and he ain't gonna be able to do shit the only shuffle with the cane. I can't wait to see that. And you just slap that nigga in the back of his neck. <laughs> Are you still using my cane, by the way? Because I have another one here. I'd like to send you. I found one. Well, why day. you gotta tell? Why don't you call me on the phone, John? Why you always like let uh-huh. motherfuckers know out in the open, abroad, the whole world that I need a cane? What's wrong with you, John? Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> That's where you. Be why don't you call up? me on my phone, nigga? And then we can work it out. I need another cane. Right. Yeah, go ahead and send the motherfucker in. <laughs> okay. Text, text, text me your address. Yeah, I, I bet. I bet. I ain't fucking with you, John. You always trying to put a nigga on blast and shit with that stupid shit. Hey, John, can I borrow uh, that John beer? John, find me a job. John, find me a job down here in San Diego, man, through one of your peoples out there in Vegas, man. I, I need some, some motherfucking job security. Now, uh, can I, you know, Jay and I didn't break this news to you guys, but a week ago today, my friend who ran the um, Resorts World, he got fired. A week Damn. Ago today. What? Oh. Damn. Damn. Are you fucking kidding me? How do you let that get fired? What the fuck well, happened, man? To... What the fuck is wrong yeah, with them people that... out there, man? See, that, that uh, they got at-will law in Vegas, too? Well, it's yeah. uh, based on press press reports. He uh, violated company policies, and his um, – yeah, so he, he got fired a week ago today. And uh, doesn't oh, sound good That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. It sounds great for him because when you get hired, if any of you motherfuckers know if you got a job, you get hired, you sign shit in the beginning, right, saying that you won't violate the company, woo-dee-woo. So when they fire your ass, they just bring that shit up you sign before you got fired. But they got to prove that shit. They have to. It's a burden of proof on them motherfuckers. So fuck that people. Fuck it's resort world and everything they represent. They some assholes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I sent a couple texts to him. I haven't heard back. I'm sure 
by his lawyer's advice. Well, hell, well, hell uh, don't your wife got some kind of pool? I mean, can't we use her, her bonuses and her family and friends package? Employees do oh, yeah, count my, at where she works at. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, my, my, wife, my wife, she runs Foundation for Independent Tomorrow, which is where we, she oh. takes prisoners... Ex-prisoners. Oh, uh, no, I don't want to say where she fucking works. No, no, no. Yeah, you need to get over there, Fred. They like niggas like you with big Twinkie fingers. They want to run up in a nigga like you. (laughs) 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 Spin your ass over, nigga. Get fucked in that motherfucking last Do you know any hoes? Do you know any casino hoes? John, do you know any casino? Do you have any friends that are casino hosts? Yeah, yeah you are, nigga. Bring that raspberry suit, and you will be a casino hoe, nigga. Fred, I was a casino host for 20 years here. I know them all. Really? That's what I did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would and, like and, to but I, I, the imperial, not the imperial powers, but the palms. I would like to stay up on the suites for about a week. Yeah, I got some friends. I used to work. I used to work at the Palms. I was a host at the Palms. Well, <laughs> can we do this? Well, whenever you like. John, I needed to I needed to use your power, John. Help that nigga. Help that nigga, Fred. And after you help Fred, help me uh, find a job. Use all your power and people you know, John, to see if you can help me out in San Diego. Okay. Are you still I, 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 the kids? No, I, I said fuck them people, John. And I went back to school to to, to, to get my associate's degree in, in cybersecurity. So I said fuck them motherfuckers and their job shit because they got that at will shit. They be making up lies and, and discriminating against motherfuckers. So why would I go out there and play with them ignorant motherfuckers? So I'm going to learn a job. That way, if I do get fired and they still got the at will shit once I finish school, at least when they terminate me, I have about sixty grand after six months. <laughs> it's a cold game out here. You so I'm collecting grants. So John, so John, I got me, John, I got me a big old pair of grant. I got a big pair of grant, John, and 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 they they giving me money in my pocket to go to school, so I get paid to go to school. No, and I got you, scholars. You know, go when ahead. I left high school, I, I got I got a Pell Grant to go to school. So that's good. I'm glad you got that. I think my, yeah, my Pell Grant back in 1980. To go to school. That's my, my Pell yeah, Grant. You took that money and gave you a failure education. You no, he didn't. He did pretty good. good. Why, you, why are you fucking with What's up, Kente? What you on that angry John OG weed yeah. today, nigga? <laughs> Oh my God! I love it when it brings you out. You know I love. You know I love when it brings you out. I got a Pell Grant in 1980 for six thousand dollars, and I went to the University of Idaho to play football. But when I went up there, I realized I was the smallest guy on the team, and I said, no, "This isn't going to work for me." So I ended up going to a community college up by Jay. Actually, it's in Rockland, California, called Sierra College. And then uh, spent one year there, and then I went the next year down to Cuesta College in San Luis Obispo. But I got a, it, my Pell Grant was six thousand dollars. I remember. So Pell Grants are good. 
So how did you get a how did you squash that debt? Did you get a uh, forgiveness loan or from the government, or did you have to actually pay that money no, back yeah, to the old lady? No, no, uh, uh, no, Pell Grant. A, Pell, a Pell Grant is a grant. It's not mm-hmm. you don't have to pay it back. That's why they call it a yeah. grant. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why I said he friend. fucked off a Pell Grant. He fucked it all. It's only used. It's only used for school or. So give me some. Yeah, you, had to, just, you know, I had to buy yeah. books and stuff with it, and and uh, but you know, my sister, yeah, you got to go to school. You got to go to school, Fred. You know, you can go pick a couple of little, little, little. You can you can do general education classes, but just pick a a a, a degree to get, and they'll give you a paper. They gave me, they gave me a, they gave me ten grand. But mm-hmm. I can't get it what all right I, now. What if I flunk out? If I flunk out and don't complete get, the program, they're not gonna, they're not gonna give it to you. They're not gonna give it to you. You won't be qualified. You gotta be these holders uh, C average to get your money. Yeah. And yeah. I gotta do that on the on, on the computer. I can't go to the school and talk to the teacher every day. You can go to the school and talk to the teacher. You can do all that. You can do everything. You ain't gotta do it online. Yeah. yeah, back when I went, Fred, I, they didn't have computers. I had to do it in person. Yeah, right. Fred, yeah. matter of fact, you know, we well, if, you, if you just go every day and talk to the teacher, you're guaranteed to get a C, As statistically. All you got to do is go kick it with your teacher every day. I guarantee you, you'll get a C. That's that's at least right. you'll get your grant. You're you're right. Even though if you don't do your home studies, if you ain't got to do shit. Attendance. You just no, go no. every day. You just go every day in his office and hang out with him. Yeah, because they're gonna hey, like you. It, that, those, it is true. Um, checking in with your instructor and your professor is a good um, a strategy. You do need to do. Your assignments because it's a you grade. Sure your average is weighted by your grades produced. Yes. Mm-hmm. And well, if they I'm like you and you hang out, if you go hang out, no, if you go hang out like Yusuf Kente saying, Fred, it is cool. But you got the only thing is that you got to do the assignments. And if you follow behind in them, then they'll give you longer time to turn in assignments, and then they'll help you with the extra uh, credit. You know, shit you can do. If I'm hanging out with him every day and we're looking at each other and I have my paperwork right there, uh, uh, excuse me, Professor, can you uh, kind of help me along with this? I'm, 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 I'm lost. And I get the frustrated, that motherfucker. You going to tell me the answer? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You got to just go find a motherfucker. Go find you a motherfucker that, that that can explain it to you, like, cause really school ain't hard at all. They just change yeah. the wording and the terminology to make you think that you ain't gonna make it when you probably already know the shit. You probably know the shit, but you call it something else. So you gotta go talk to somebody that can say, okay, Fred, look, write like you mad, but but then you become happy. So then okay. you start writing. Okay. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because the, the way the terminology is with the teachers, they, they confuse the hell out of me. I had to have a motherfucker tell me. I said, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? They say, okay, Ali, look, act like you're emotional about something you see and then write about it. And then that's how I got through it. Uh-huh. 
I mean, I would I would do that like if Dr. Cornell West were at Harvard and I went to Harvard, I'd be in his office every day saying hello to him. Just to say hello. That's class participation in attendance, goddammit. I am. I you know, know if I can give you a D-minus, you got to be minus. You say you got to have a D. You got to do the homework, man. They ain't fucking with you. Right. And you got to take your exams and do your project. The one thing I never did was a what was called a thesis. I never did what was a, called a thesis. You know what you got to um, do? That tends to be for your doctoral program, correct, King Becky? I, I think if you even want to go get a BA, you got to do a thesis. Mm, I wasn't asked to do a thesis. Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. Then that always well, you might you might be thinking about a concentration. Mm, okay, I see your point. Yeah, okay, it's, it's maybe it's like a baby thesis, <laughs> your concentration, yeah. and and that goes along with your major, and or you know major and your minor, or if you're going to double major, and that would correlate to your thesis for your doctor. Okay, okay, good point. And I was always scared of that because I'm like, I don't know how to write a fucking thesis. What the fuck oh, is a thesis? That's your idea of what you'd like to it's see my happen. Theory. Yeah, it's yeah. my theory or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. yeah, you could write it. Like, like but, when I was young, but when I was young, I was scared as hell of that. I didn't know what a theory was. Man, right. all you got to do, like I said, is kick it with your teacher every day. Mm-hmm. He'll know when to give you what to give you. He'll mm-hmm. know if you can write. He'll know if you can put it together. All he want to know is, can you learn? Can you? Right. Can he teach you? Can you can you go through where he has for you to get? Can you get there? Can you can you can you absorb it? Yeah. Can you absorb it? Can you absorb it? Yeah. Sort of like how I do you. Yes, I'm absorbing. And I size you, you up. Teach me. Yeah, and I size it. Well, see. Well, see. Here we go. Third hour power. <laughs> Dome edition. <laughs> yeah, you were saying you, it's like you come on here, you come on here like you riding a bull, like a you come on here like a administration building at the college of this motherfucker. Yeah, he come on here. Gotta recognize this shit, man. Watch yourself. The hell we kind of not supposed to do this all day, goddammit. Fuck you, man. I didn't give you the jewels. I gave you the jewels, friend. I gave you the jewels, right? I showed you my jewels. What's that? The jewels. What? No, get back yeah, on black. Yeah, I, I gave him. I dropped a diamond on him on how to uh-huh. get to where he's going when it comes to school. Okay. I cast my uh-huh. diamonds right in front of your eyes. I said, "Here, I got diamonds. This is what you." You know, do. you and I, Yusef, if we did a comedy tour and you were the writer, you would write in there the N word for me to have to say, and I'd be on stage frozen, and you're waiting for me to deliver that written word, and I couldn't say it. That That's the type of person you are. And then he's going to tell you you're fired. Right. Well, it's all about, that's why I say, get out of here. You. Can you, can you, can you operate? See, there's a written word, off. and there's, you, sir, there's the written you word. you off and kick him dead, straighten his ass, I guarantee you he's going to say nigger. 
<laughs> you kick him as hard as you want to. Straight dab in his crack his ass and lift on it when you do it. And that's the hypocritical part of him. Because see you got the written word and there's the oral word. And you go you go act like that you can't say the oral word because there's been uh, like a surveillance on what you say in this country. On hey, and the it's only about time anything. I said it to anybody was AK made me say it to said him. Said what? At a, said what? He made me he made me say the N word to him at a hockey game. What's the N word? I had to, I had, nice. I had to whisper it. You mean nice? I had to whisper he made you say nice? What what did what you have to say, neighbor? What did you have to say, neighbor? Nice? No, I Never said nuclear. 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 <laughs> nuclear? Yes, I've said it. So you so what's what's wrong with saying nuclear? Well, but when, I, but when I said and when I whispered the N word to him, he turned to me and gave me the biggest high five I ever had in my life. He said, "That a boy." <laughs> you oh, that's above my head. That's above my head. AK made you say it. Yeah, cousin. Yeah, AK and I were friends. We were friends back then, but now we we don't talk. So that's another. You talk about issue. Anthony King. You're still friends, yeah. King Back then, don't worry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AK was with petting him like a little dog. And he missed that. <laughs> yeah, he pitched you like a little dog. That's a, that's the image that you portrayed on this screen over here. You had you had to you had to have your word endorsed by AK. He's a very smart man. No, it's the fact that people don't believe everything you say. I don't expect it. It's I hard for people to trust believe you. everything I say. God damn yeah, you it, everybody believe you. everything I say. They'd be a fool. Well, why do you say it, you gimmick? As I this said is before, an entertainment show. This is an entertainment platform. Well, this is for entertainment. See, you know, what you don't recognize, what you don't recognize. Right. radio is entertainment. Right, right, it's entertainment. Where's the well, no, no, no. It's no. not? Fuck no. Oh. Fuck no. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, all right. Oh. oh. Did that make it oh wide open? Did that make an oh. oh come out of you? Okay, go in there and change. It was wide open. Go oh. in the bathroom and change. <laughs> King Fred. I told oh. you I had to stay in your vows. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I like the way you went to work today. No. Yeah, I like the way I got you no. saying your vows. Oh, huh? Pretty soon you be saying <laughs> I uh, and E. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say deduction. Yeah, I like how I got you saying your vows. Go ahead, get oh. the broom out. It's tell us how this is right not now. entertainment. At some point, you go ahead and tell us that yeah. it's not entertainment. Well, this, when Lazarus well, clearly of course tells it's not us that, means, that well, it's that entertainment means it's the truth for the then, most part. Huh? Well, that means it's the truth, then, huh? Yusef, <laughs> tell me your pronouns. What are your pronouns, Yusef? Right now, Blunt. right now, it's B. Bubble bong. <laughs> no, just B. Just B. Just bong? Okay. Okay. Yuck! It was just B. Like, 
like when you say be still, just be. Can you do the be part? No, what still is, but yet, you just be. I think the other pronoun you like today is the word no. You've said it about 20,000 times. No, no, no. What are you no, trying no. to do to him? What are you trying to do to or, him? Or as in, like, or as in like, B is for Beckman and B is for bitch, like a serial. Beckman bitch? B mm-hmm. is B for, for Babylon. Babylon. I'm your bitch, yeah. I'm your bitch, and your bitch is back. I'm going to give you a heart attack. How's that? There you go. Who sang that song? Oh, that's Elton John. Oh, that was Elton John. Yeah. The bitch and the bitch and the bitch is back. Yeah, baby. Go. Go, Johnny. Go. Go, man. I like that. Go, go. Didn't didn't Elton John retire yet? He's like 80, isn't he? Let me hear you sing that shit, (laughs) old black man. And the... You got a hell of a swing there. Black 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 You can call me John Blackman. I like that. Well, 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 that was a time when they was first hearing hip-hop and they was calling it some phenomenon that was crazy and stupid. And here it is 50 years later, incorporated in every music, even the music by the one that you sing about today. Now I want to ask you guys a serious question. Speaking of Elton John, was he a, was he a good mm-hmm. uh, songwriter? Were his songs good? I thought they were pretty decent. Well, it's all creativity and expression, so I wouldn't want to say that uh, he did not contribute. He dressed like a motherfucker, though. What were the he dressed He's in these fucking crazy outfits. Yeah. yeah. But He's again, he was doing entertainment. He was doing it for entertainment. That was his way of life, man. Yeah, I think and his I, you know and Jess did play a good part in, in hip hop. Mm-hmm, he does he does have some good snippets you could use in hip hop. Or good. It wasn't until because I, I think I, I, I first heard Elton John like in seventy two or something. So I was like eleven years old. And so I liked his music, but it wasn't until, like, I was 30 that I didn't even know that motherfucker was gay. Because it, it didn't come right. across, his his persona didn't come across to me as, like, uh, what I thought because a gay person was. Because that was at the time, you got to look at the evolution. He was a cultural icon. So you got to look he was at gay. the sign of the time. The sign yeah. of the time when he was coming out was reflective of the sign of the times. The culture, the openness of be yourself, the, like you were singing before, the age of Aquarius. So right. at those times, he was feeling the same freedom, and he expressed it in his apparel. Because apparel has a, is another factor on cultures if you want to stamp time. You know, that's why it's about fashion. Fashion is a big, you know, is a big thing. You know, you know who about, else? You know who else I didn't know was gay till I was like thirty, thirty-five. Was uh, who was the head singer from Queen? Oh, Freddie Mercury. I mm-hmm. didn't know he was gay. Mm-hmm. Now you couldn't tell because everybody was dressing the same back then. They, you know, even Prince he had on panties, but he he was straight. You know what I'm saying? So back in them days, you know, you didn't know what was what. You didn't know if it was acting or what. Yeah, I mean, it was just all entertainment to me. I, 
But when I heard he died of AIDS, I was like, what? I had no idea he was gay. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So you go tell me Prince didn't have no women and he was dressed like that? No, that ain't what we were saying. We said that people were dressed no, in all kind of ways. What you I'm mean what I was you saying? Were saying about Prince? I said, what, what did I say? What you were saying about Prince? What did I say? He was wearing he girl, girl well, You were describing characters. You were describing that. What did I say, said, Kente? Oh, my God, man. That means he, he can't remember tell everything. What, tell me what I said. Well, what I, I, just, I said what you said. No, you didn't say I what said, I said. So, no, so you didn't. You were, tell you me what, what I said, nigga. You, Get it right, you, nigga. How you Don't you put it. 2 and 10 and 15 on it and confuse it, nigga. And 50 cents <laughs> yeah. for orange juice. Get it right. What you nigga, did. burnt the fuck out. What you did. No, you ain't. What what, you I'm going to show you what, what you I did, did nigga. Wait a minute. Hold on. You put, nigga, you, put you put yourself. You put yourself. You got five to say all the shit you want to say, nigga, because you got a milk coming with that bullshit you coming with, nigga. You won't let me say what I got to say. You won't let yeah. me say what I got to say. Go ahead, nigga. You got about 50 seconds, nigga. What you did is put yourself in the category of Prince by saying we. You said that's what we do by describing the characters that people use. In the entertainment industry, and you put yourself at the level of that when you describe Prince. So what I said, what do you mean? Prince didn't really dress like that when he was fucking with a woman. No, I put fucking in there just now because you weren't able to handle that part. Yeah, I know what I said, biatch. So you know, and you can't handle it because you felt that I was talking about you. But it wasn't about you. It was just about Prince and his panties and shit. I thought women liked that, and they wanted to see him in it. And he performed like that during sex sometimes. Are you saying he didn't do that? That's all. Not nothing about you, man. Who was the fifth Beatle, the black guy, the fifth Beatle? um, He's a great singer. Billy Preston. You guys know who? Yeah, I didn't know he was gay until I learned that from Jay King on this show. I had no idea well, he was gay. Well, the, this wait a minute, though. Then I, now, check that out. Let's unpack that. Check out all the, you know, jewels or hidden secrets that all those entertainers, those white entertainers that was... Nigga, shut your ass up, nigga. I told you you're going to be fucking with me over here, nigga. Now, what I was talking about, nigga, me and John Beckman, because we don't be arguing all the time like you do. You come over here like a fucking menace to motherfucking the world of people talking your shit, nigga. He said he didn't know Freddie was gay. And I said, yeah, we didn't know a lot of the people was gay because everybody kind of dressed the same. And you don't know who's gay or who's straight because everybody was dressed in clown suits. People like Kiss and Prince. I said, Prince liked women, but he wore panties. That's what I said, nigga. So don't get to fucking with me over here while your punk ass is on mute. You keep fucking with me, I'll put you in the bubble. Now, here come Big Charles. I'm going to let him in right now. What's up, Big Charles? You see how I, how you like how I muted this nigga? Yeah, I've been listening to y'all. Yeah. Let me let him back on. 
let nigga know who's in power was, here. It was my conversation. Ain't no point. It nigga, was ain't my no point. It wasn't shit about you, nigga. You wasn't even talking. Me and John Beckman was talking. You fell off, nigga. You went to Baba Lodge and came back. <laughs> nigga. I came back right when you was whack. Whatever, <laughs> nigga. Stop fucking with me. Don't make me go get on the board, nigga, because I'll show you where it's at. It's Friday, nigga. Let's get it. <laughs> it is Friday. Fucking with me. I ain't Word even saying that to the nigga. I'm talking to John Beckman. Here he come. That's what Kente do. He always be talking to you that all of a sudden he'll turn you in. This motherfucker is like a mental patient. You got to be careful around this nigga. Noted. This nigga will give you a piece of cake. Hey, how you doing, Nicole? And then stab you in the back as soon as you finish eating it. <laughs> With your fork. Wow. <laughs> wow. What it is, you just don't realize how deep you what put your foot in your mouth. And I bring I'm going to show you how deep I put this meat in your ass, though, nigga. How about what that? What it is is a low-down feeling. Enjoy me. How deep is your mute? Tell me how deep. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at yeah. the clock right now, and I'm thinking Jay is probably at Robert's side. I hope it's going well. Mm-hmm. Well, hope so, man. We we always hope so, man. And he, you know, whatever can happen. But I know how you suckers wasn't with Robert until he went down. Especially you, uh, John Beckman. You over there <laughs> oh. putting money toward putting money toward the candidate that he running against instead of <laughs> giving him the money. Uh-oh. Fuck you, John. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's why your motherfucking punk ass is on mute, nigga, and that laugh. But that bullshit. Now you over here talking about Robert. You've been talking shit about Robert for years, nigga. It's in the archives. Nigga. You motherfuckers think y'all. talk about John when you talk about John. Shut up. Shut up. I don't even know why I keep opening your mic fucking with you. You ashamed. You need to be ashamed of yourself, Yusef Kente. You're in your bubble bomb. King Beckham, yeah. would you, would you over like Over here calling Nicole like out of her name and stuff like that. What is you calling Nicole out of her name for over here today, this Friday, on the 22nd of September? Of all days. Do you remember? King, King I'm not sure. Do you remember the 22nd day of September? What, well, was the it was actually the 21st day of September. Earth, Wind, and Fire is the. Yes, I know this because um, I selfishly wanted Elijah to be born on the 21st day of September. Um, however, he did not agree, and he was born on the 23rd day. Yes. Oh, so tomorrow's his birthday. Okay. It is. It is. That means you um, didn't get what you wished for. I, no, no, I got everything that I really wished for. That was like an extra. Well, your story, what, that means your story was fiction then. No, my story is not fiction. What I said was that was the selfish part, wanting him to be born on the 21st day so I could tell him, and oh, my God, wanted, you know, yeah, you a song. That was your want. But you said not only was that your want, that was your wish. It was a right? selfish thought. 
but I got everything I need. Elijah's wonderful. I am blessed and fortunate. Now oh, is Elijah yeah. a so why family the name? Day? Because of the song? Because of the song? I mean, being <laughs> yeah, that's the that, subject. That was just right. That was the selfish part of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, but and then you could he, identify with that song better? I could tell him, like, oh, my gosh, there's a song. You know, that's why I said it wasn't, it wasn't the real um, essentials that, that I needed, that I wished for, that I did receive, and that and then some, if you want to know the truth about it. Um, well, you're telling me the truth. Was trouble. Well, I, I it's am. It's not about my wanting to know the truth. You just came out and just gave the truth. Well, I don't know what you want some days, um, Plankton, because, you know, well, you're like well, the wind. Now it's about North what East, I want. You please me? Are you trying to please me with your sharing and your caring? Because I exactly. like when you come with sharing a, and caring. Them is two, I have a question. It was two of your companions that I love to be with. <laughs> I have a question why don't you for just you, kick exactly. it? I tell you what, why don't you just kick it over there in a chair and watch <laughs> it with me and sharing and caring? <laughs> no, thank you. They'll that's not my. Nothing. No, no. Um, yes. That's not my thing. Um, that's your thing. Apparently. I know it's not your thing. So no, you get not. a chair. It's, it's not. Don't, don't try, try to make your thing. Don't try to bring me into your thing. I, no, no, I don't. I don't see enough of you your thing. Thank you. You brought sharing and caring. I'm just speaking <laughs> on those. Sharing and caring, I did. <laughs> Sharon well, and Karen, you those are your people. Well, that's why you don't get your wishes. You don't say things the right way. I, I actually, I actually. Um, well, no, you actually got to know what language to use to get the genie out the lamp. I see. No, I don't. No, I don't need um, your genie out of the lamp. You do Thank you. need. No, I, no, no. You do need because your confession is you don't know. <laughs> King Beckman. If I may why are you running the Beckman? If I may, Beckman no, no. Why? You, excuse me, excuse me, excuse you, you handkerchief head. He's running, you can't get that handkerchief off your head. I mean, I mean, it is, that handkerchief is so tight. So he's been running to reason. He, 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 he identifies you. with you. He listen identifies you, with you. Plankton, you no. are the same one who says to put a bag over my head. But let us refrain for one moment. It's 1144, well, King Beckman. Excuse look me, Plankton. King Beckman. Plankton, King Beckman, I need to ask you something. Would you come to me? Wait, Plankton, please. I only bags. have, I only, King Beckman, it's 1144. No, Is there something you, you could say for our brother Robert? That you would like to say for him right now? Is there oh something my God, you um, nice that you'd like to say? Beckman, check it out, man. I really like the conversation. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to say something to Don't him. Don't rob him Beckman, of the opportunity. I really enjoyed, Beckman, <laughs> I really enjoyed the conversation that you and I had today. Oh. All the back and forth. You know, that's that's how you and I grew up. Right? You are love yeah. King Robert Redwine. Yes, we all love you, but, including Quentin. Yeah. You and we're interrupting Sora's self right now. We just, well, we just see, want you to know where, we see, are that's with where you. you come talking at the king's table. Yusef, can, see, I, can, you I answer, you, can I answer the question on behalf of Robert? Now, I made fun of Robert all these years because this show is entertainment. But in actuality, I felt terrible when I heard of his demise and the condition that he's in now. And I've been praying every day. I think of his name every day when I wake up. 
It may be uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. It may be 12.01 a.m. I don't know. If he pulls through, and which I pray to God he does, and I hope Jay has an impact on him today, that if he were to ever run for office again, I would donate to him. Now, I've never met Robert in person. I've only heard his voice. And he made me laugh, and I hope I made him laugh at times. And I don't like to see anybody, anybody, be put in a position that Robert is in right now. It breaks my heart. Who wanted to know that was, about you? Who 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 wanted Nicole. that confession out of you? Why? Nicole asked me. Why do you care about how he felt about Robert? You said I, I would feel the same way about you if something were to happen well, to you. Well, it's not about which because she decided to come and defend you and bring Why that up about Robert. Why are you making an argument? We're having, we're having a nice solemn moment here, and you're making it an argument. Well, that's how it is in your cabin. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how it is in your cabin. You know, she's putting you in check. No, I'm not. Well, that's what you do. You said it here. You said when you're in charge. I never said about putting anybody oh in charge. I never said, said I was in charge. She wasn't trying that. to size me up for any reason. She was just asking well, that's my you thoughts. Don't, you don't have perception. You you know, you don't have the melanin to feed your pineal gland that I've needs to open up your third eye for a long time. For that, for my that, melanin for is that getting very to take place. See, that melanin it goes through the bloodstream and it feeds your pineal gland. And that was so valuable at the time. That's why the uraeus, the image that the Egyptians wore, was a, was a cobra. And see, a cobra travels on the ground and then it rises up when it's ready to strike. Only when anyway, it's ready to strike. Anyway, that's how I thought, Nicole. So in, in that same it. energy, that same yeah. nuclear, that same nuclear if you didn't appreciate that takes it, place in nuclear... That takes, take, that takes place in that, in that on cobra, on. In that like cobra Dr. on top to of that right Egyptian king. He almost asked him if he asked a, asked it's the same question. thing that you have right oh. now today. We love him, though. Except you're calcified. Good that Lord. same image, that same image is the medical staff called the Caduceus where you see the serpent intertwining as it rises up the caduceus to the pineal gland Spell to where you have uranus. See, all this is before when people as John's ancestors, these were the teachings that was taking place before him. He don't know well, those he icons. He, don't he know knows those my ancestors images. better than I do. Well, you yeah, your ancestors are the ones that taught he people knows in my modern ancestors time. Better than yeah, I your do. ancestors, your ancestors taught people in modern time, which has you fucked up right now. See, right. the teachings that they taught got their children oh. fucked up. That's why they're over there taking over some January six shit in their own house. See, you got right. you got uprising here in America. You got uprising in Ukraine. You got uprising. And those, these are all European uprisings, all of them. You know what you, you have uprising in? in all I think over it was world. your word of the day. You have uprising in Uranus. And if I'm not no, mistaken, no, no, that was your no, word no, of the day. No. 
it, it was you your red. Go check your anus, as your Robert red. would say. As Robert would say, go look at the back of your ass to make sure your anus no, is fine. It's that your was your red. word of the day. No, it's your rays being that just the image of the sun rays, the energy, it it arrives to you, and it's your rays, it's yours. It's your rays, your sunlight, which feeds you. It gives you that I'm nuclear, remember your nuclear word, nuclear? It gives you, melanated one, nuclear energy to ignite carbon within you, fire. And this is what they don't want you to know. This is the science nuclear. of you. You know, that's a good this point. This is the reason of the lamp, the sun, and the, the sky. All these electrical and cars can you survive. See a blade of grass. And everybody's against nuclear. To the, the rays, when you see a blade of grass coming out of the shade and react to the rays of the I sun, see a blade of grass so on my lawn, I cut you. it. You do it as well. These are the teachings before they even knew how to write. They didn't know how to write. The world was upside down. Now they got it turned into which way it's upside down. You flip it. That's when you, you know were in power. They when, went, when you they and I and the rest of us go to Italy, in the I'm going to make sure your ticket says I ran. And now he want to act like land, somebody. When we land Shut in up, Italy, man, we're going to go, where's you set? He's going to say, oh, visitor, shit, he's going to ran. This is the age of the sun, man. The sun wasn't always there. The sun had to be Fuck, put up there, man. Put in the, the sun had the to be put up. This is the age of the sun, man. You're, you're just a visitor of it. This is the effect. This is your effect from it. That's I don't effect. know. His luggage arrived in Italy, but he's in Iran. <laughs> well, this is your effect. I'm talking to the melanated ones. About the Maybe nuclear, we'll pay $6 the billion dollars for you the to nuclear, get nigga, The nuclears, the nuclear, the energy that one has when it recognizes the connection of heaven and earth. When you recognize the connection of heaven and earth, you recognize the science of you. Just like how Dr. West told you about being, you know, I am you. That's why you sub. No, it's you, just yeah. you. I am you. You know, Whatever, Dr. West you said, be, man, that's there. a good question to every question that was asked. No, it's not a question. Yours. I'm not... No, you, you know like, what you've been doing the, the whole time? You remember how Ali came in talking about uh, Nicole in the background? That's what you've been doing here, like a fucking gimmick. I told you, if I don't promote gimmicks, why the fuck are you here? Are you here? Do you even know? You say you're here to learn. Yet you keep on, as you taught us, and kick so many black people out of school because they would talk I like did? you're when talking did I kick now black people and call them dyslexic. And you would say, just like what you're doing now, it's so Let many black people because here. you How say they are this and that, doing the same exact fucking thing you're doing right now. I'm here to teach you. And mm. you fucking up. And you putting mm. on display what your ancestors did. That's why you should be shaking your motherfucking head right now. Oh, boy. Can you, you the one that called my name out. You called me here. You got to, you know, you ought to feel power. You ought to feel power like I could call Yusuf here and he'll be here. 
I'm not going to run away. I talked to Jay King. I have power. Yeah, maybe but you should run bitch, for president. You do got some power. You've been here quite a while, you little bitch. You'd be a bitch to me. You don't know the rivers to swim to become other than a bitch. You stuck in these cast ocean a, waters. Cast a Babylon on the Sacramento River. Well, motherfucker, the natives cast a spell on your ass, and you decided to put yourself in the fucking rock four different ways looking like it's authentic after you didn't rob this land and then put yourself up there and like it's something to be glorified. Your ancestors. You said if you and I die at the same time, which one's going through the pearly gates first? What made them... What made him think that, Beckman? Knowing that the world is in the world that it's in today, and then they want to put it like they're the leaders of the world. And you don't even have their own descendants respecting them. People like you. You don't know what to do. You don't know whether to be Democrat, Republican. Just be white. That's all you know. You, you know white be, people I am wise. with that shit. You don't know how to get out of that You can't fight your way out of wet paper bag I'm a wise man You're right You can't Here you are offering your wife's weed to me My wife's weed? Yeah you said that I I said Beckman if I'm going to kick it with you I want your wife's weed The top shelf And you agree to that right? She she's in Italy, but I'm looking at the package right now. It's on the counter. Well, what, Come on imagine down. what would she be doing? It you know it you know it's a it's a little talk about Italy the dark the dark Italians. You know it's nigger blood there. Oh. You know about the niggers over in, in Italy. Oh, you know about the niggers was over there. Oh. Them niggers was all over the earth, man. Them niggers. That's what Robert Harris spread? said. Baby kids. Gave birth to this motherfucker. Baby been everywhere. You don't die, just multiply. You don't know that? You do know that, huh, John? That's how you became rich out of all the multiplication that came in this country. Oh, baby, baby. You don't know whether, look at you singing pop culture. That's all that comes out of you. Teach a child when he's young and when he's old, it will not depart from here. What's and you know what you culture? departing right now? You departing all the nostalgia of you what you was taught. Candy That's girl. fucking you right now. Got candy you shaking got your fucking head. You. That shit wouldn't be anything without hip hop. You know, that right reminds now. me. I have to have Jay play Candyman again. I love when he does well, that. Well, Candyman, love the only comeback, uh, hip hop. That's to come back a candy man to bring it back. Anything you want, I can do it in hip hop. And that should be a hit. If you get listened to it, it'll be a commercial at least. So you got you want a song? I think you, sh- I, think you sh- I think you should sing, you said. You have a good voice. Well, motherfucker, that's what well, the point is. It's not about your thinking. Don't you get it? I. I, don't give I a believe fuck you have a good voice. Your belief system is fucked up. That you have a good voice. Your belief system. You're here. You don't know. You don't know why the fuck you're here. But I do. Could have you to have done what? Could you have long. done what Ali did? I couldn't have done. I couldn't have been Jay? here this fucking long. You. You really. Now you. You must have been with Jay King. Jay been playing chess, and he told you the uh, 
that that uh, scissor move. I see. Trying to be complex. Well, I am too. But you're nothing but that's right. Yeah. There's nothing new. You're a patsy. That's what you are. You don't see it. I'm here to teach sugar, you. Sugar. But see, mm-hmm. I treat you. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, honey, you're a patsy. He's a patsy. You're you a are my candy girl. Bless you for that. Would you say say it again, please, King Fred? Did you hear me, did you hear me sneezing? Bless you. I didn't know that was a sneeze. No, I was tangled up in Plankton's insult. I didn't. Sorry. Bless you. You sound like Fred. Fred, right Fred I'm German. No, take that it. ass whooping. Take that ass whooping. I don't even hear yeah, you. Take, no, 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 no. take your Gesundheit. ass whooping, boy. I'm of German heritage, Fred. Gesundheit. German heritage. That's why German. That's why people refer to the German scientists. Is what the Germans learned at the world at that time. Weren't they involved in World War One? You know, according so, to your calculations, you know your calculations, man. You're talking about this shit after. You know, after is the shortest time. Before time, before time was a long, long, long. You know how many dynasties it was over long, long that time. Land over there? You know how many dynasties took place before it went to the next person? Oh, my goodness, man. That's See, you want to talk about in today's time, you know, and America That's only got so much time to be in here. Oh, you know, and you represent that. Oh, I'm just and reading the headline. Dallas Mayor no, Mar- switches to Republican Party. Wow. Dallas Democratic yeah, Mayor switches to Republican Party. Wow. Y'all don't know what and the fuck black. to do. Oh, they say they call, they call the Caribbean Club. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't know what to do, yeah. man. And you, the, 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 what, I can't believe, they're talking about belief, is how black people still stay involved knowing that you read before that you've been set free out of this and went right back to it. It almost seems as if, if you respect, I'm free at last. It almost, almighty, I'm free at last. As if you were certain people that didn't know that you was those certain people, and now you're about to get a reward for being those certain people, a peculiar people, a people that. What's my reward? What's my reward? It's not your reward. Mm. It's about you paying up. That's what I already about. did. You refused it. No, 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 no. I'll yeah, tell you what you do. Name. What you do is just start cash apping me. Make a believer I, out of me. I don't have cash. cash app. App. By the way, have you cash, cash app? app. Uh, Dr. Well, Cornell no, you West get yet? Cash app. You get did cash you offer app. anything for Dr. Cornell West yet? Well, this is about what you offer. You said I've you offered, offered me I've this given, and that. And I've, what I'm saying, Dr. I've got a land and venue for Dr. Cornell West to come no, have a rally your words in Las are, Vegas. Your words have no value. That's worth me. more They're than maybe $10 you're, you're going to give them. Your words are bankrupt with me. The only thing you have to offer is what you have to offer. Give me what I want. 
out of my mouth, out of what I say. You asked me for my land, which is what you wanted. I offered it to you, and you said no. I want more. So I, I, you don't I have don't enough. More you want. I want more. Why should I settle for what you got, that little bit? Because I see you're the beauty of the division of your, uh, you know, of your target. You have more value right now of me smoking your ass right now. You're half-baked. Come on down. You're just right. You're, you're, just at the, you're here at the right time <laughs> to smoke you up. Come on down and smoke my ass, baby. Yeah, now you sound like you act like Mary's here. Mary's not here. No. I do Why have to like Mary's here. You have strength for how long you stand, man. And then you come back with oh, some good man. shit every now and again. I have, I have endurance. I have yeah. endurance. So, so do you. So does Nicole. So does Ali. So does Fred. We all well, have this endurance. isn't about what everybody else has, Beckman. Are you, are you, are you surprised because I'm you. a white man with endurance? Don't have no, endurance. it's the fortitude in you. You are surprised that the white man has endurance. Because that's how you refer to me as on this show, the white man. The white man says, Jay's sticking up for the white man. So, yeah, the white man has endurance. Yeah, Plankton thought she was going to fold like a, what do you call that thing, a lawn chair. But you didn't. Shut the That's fuck right. up, you handkerchief head, not knowing stop what the fuck you really you are. Swe- you stop swearing That's at me. That's what you are. That's what you <laughs> stop are. Stop swearing at me. You don't know what you are. You don't know what you got. No. You can't turn the table on me. You did. You thought he was going to fold. No, I can't. Like That's yard why furniture. I told everybody else to keep you. I said keep her. She's a keeper. You keep her. You keep her. You didn't confess you to win everywhere. I'm already kept. It was my mistake. Let me say something to you, and I respect mistakes because you grow from them. You were my biggest mistake, and ever since then, I've grown so much. If you think that I was your first or your biggest no, mistake, I don't either, sir, I, I invite I, you to the mirror. It's not about what I think. It's not about what I think. No, it's about how it is. And it doesn't, it's not, that doesn't involve what I think. It's what it Well, is. you sure are sharing all of your thoughts for someone who doesn't think it's about what he thinks. But I suggest you well, think again. If you think I'm your biggest mistake, I, I assure you, there's a time well, like, well before I arrive. There's like only one mistake your mother miss. made, Yusef. Just like somebody else observed, miss, it seems like that person saw you mimicking after every word I said earlier, weren't you there on the block as I was speaking to the other gentleman on the block? Stop being upset. Stop being upset, okay? I, I can agree and I can disagree just like you do with me as you are right now. Calm down, okay? Just calm down. You have to accept the fact that I do have a mind of my own, and I also mind my own business. You well, do? what you're doing, you're talking lobby talk right now, and I don't talk business in the lobby. <laughs> so you just remain wow. in the lobby like you are and listen to the They music. call him after midnight. That's his first point of contention is that he hopes for a midnight call. <laughs> To get you oh, 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 yeah, you just like you got, you stop cursing at like me. Don't be cursing at me. Here on this show, 
Why don't you just well, be yeah, a, freaks in the AM? You a freak all over, but that's your business. Thank you. Well, go well, tell it then. You can talk about that, now. It's 12.06 p.m. You can talk about this. See how it comes out of your mouth? See what's really on your mind, on your nasty no, no. mind. It's on your mind. You it's on your, your mind. Nasty mind. <laughs> your no, nasty no. Mind. It's on your mind. You're the only one that yeah, brings you got it a up. Nasty mind. <laughs> you wish. Really Again, crazy. you wish. No. Hey, no can I ask, no can I ask everybody's here. opinion here? Does anybody think Colorado can beat Oregon tomorrow? Colorado. I guess, I guess you would listen. No, listen. You would never know the full potential, especially after what they've done, knocking that quarterback out. So right now, you're going on the whim of is the quarterback better? The quarterback now that's coming in to replace that boy better than uh, Deion's son? That's questionable. So I can't answer that question because nobody's never seen him play yet. Oh, wait, so yeah, I, can, I see him. I see him as a winner. I see him as a winner. Is Dion is Dion's son not playing tomorrow? For the next two games. Oh, I no, didn't know that. It's, it's not his son, no. So you said who, yeah, who's no Fred. No Fred. The cornerback, the cornerback. He's a he plays cornerback oh, as well. Okay. Right, okay. he plays cornerback. He oh, was a I receiver when he got knocked out. He was a receiver his, his when he got knocked out, but he plays both ways. He plays both ways. Is that ways. Hunter? Is that his name? Hunter? Hunter, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, so, so he can be the difference uh, between a win and a loss, you think? No, he got two sons. He has two sons that play. One one is a quarterback, and the other one is a problem. The quarterback is out. Oh, the one, okay. The one, I didn't they know held, that. the one they held was the, was the son. The one they, they, they lacerated the ribs to live. That's his son. The one who was doing the Kentucky no. Fried Chicken commercial. Yes. No, no, yeah, the, yeah, the one that does the Kentucky Fried Chicken, but the one that Right, that's his son. Is the, the, the quarterback. Right, yeah, but, but no, the one that you said, but, you said who lacerated his ribs. That is no, not his, his son. liver. No. Yeah, his liver. His liver. His liver. That is not his yeah. son. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not his son. Serious. No, that's, that's serious. not his son. That's, well, that's the quarterback. Isn't it? He's a he's a cornerback, corner like defense. Yeah, I think corner. I think I'm getting confused with quarterback and cornerback. no, no. I, I thought I thought I didn't get up. Look it up. Let's say let's go look it up. Defense. Yeah. No, he plays both son. ways. He no, he, okay, he okay. plays both ways. His son plays safety and got an uh-huh. interception and ran it back on defense. His other son plays quarterback. And through touchdowns on offense, his son, his 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 one that he raised during Pop Warner days that he call he calls all of them his kids, but his one that he just grew up with had his ribs, I mean his uh, kidney lacerated by his oh, liver okay. lacerated by a legal hit, and he plays both ways. He plays okay, corner. Okay. And plays receiver. That was now the he's the one that did well against TCU in the first game of right. the year. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. He's the one that would have that phenomenal interception against okay. TCU. Now, so does this okay. mean phenomenal. that Colorado can't win tomorrow? 
Nah, I get it. If that's the point, then he gives you his rights. Now, the question is, I'm going to say something to you, is that them boys at Colorado ain't that fucking big. And when even when they no. played against uh, TCU and Nebraska, them boys, them boys are hell, they, they some hella movers. They some hella movers. I look. Yeah. Yeah. They say it's like that, they, they got say that the, beyond they have will. Yeah. 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 If you if you it's ever wanted like, to see Andre die against TV Herman, them boys are not yeah. that big. You know, it's like it's like right. uh, you know. You know, it's like them boys in Texas and, and, and California, them boys are huge compared to some kids in other states. You know, they're, 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 I, they're, they're big, you know. Because I, so I, I have a sports book ticket on my, on my chalkboard here at home right now. I have $200 mm-hmm. for Colorado to win the game outright, to win $1,800. So what's the, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the point spread? Right now, well, I didn't do the point spread, but the point spread is no, oh, twenty-one and a half. Straight out win. I, I did oh, money. Yeah, out. I did. I did money line, two hundred dollars to win, almost eighteen hundred dollars. How about that little money big on? Let me tell you yeah, something. The, the, the crazy thing is that a lot of people. I was telling you, I think me and you were talking about it. Like they changed the schedule because they were supposed to see Oregon State at LSU in the beginning of the season. And then they changed it to Oregon and USC. Both of those schedules mm. came to, to be announced after they did that. They did it, uh, I think, after the second season. They changed it out. So I say, no fucking driving that seat. Uh, so they kick off at 1230 our time tomorrow, almost 24 hours from now. So we gotta we gotta pray that Colorado can win this game outright. I mean, it's huge for them. I'm gonna tell you that it's huge. They're they're already they're already on the board in the top 25. But man, these next two games can change their whole life. This this can put big big targets on their back. I think they're number 19 in the country right now. And I think that they would they would change they could change the perception of ball. Considering players, because you know, back in the days, your lineman was never as as big as six seven, six eight. These guys wasn't skyrocketing. You know, some of your, your line, some of your linemen were only like six four, six three. You know, and your your back has always been the smallest person. But this, a lot of these guys started going to these bigger, these bigger linemen with these heights. But hey, man, look, they, these guys have been. Man, like a rat in a hole on them. Their defense is great. Yeah. I like their defense. How, how tall is uh, Deion's son, the quarterback? Is he is he over six feet tall, so he can throw over he, those I, defensive linemen? I think he I think he is six foot. Huh? I think he's just six foot. I think he's six foot. Because I don't want I don't want to see a lot of balls get batted down. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You know, he they got in the ranks now. They're they, they playing big boy ball. There ain't no, no backing down right now. This is where Sneaky yeah, Poo is be useful right now. Looking up that stat, that stat Sneaky Poo, this is where you can be real useful amongst kings. Once you so get on that, tomorrow, since you ain't got no one to run.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.